0: Joe Rogan podcast check it out The Joe Rogan Experience Train by day Joe Rogan podcast by night all day
1: Wow he's, he's got a new fade every time the kid Just when you think he can't just he can not add a, a different flair There's no more flares to add Is This Ritardo over <laughs> here <laughs> <laughs> I
2: Dama got Arreli,
1: so much good feedback I got so much good feedback calling you a retard. That's that's, so it's, the, it's the cool thing to do. Yeah. Well, um, Brian is slightly playing a character on the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's subtle. It goes in and out. Even I don't know when it's there. <laughs> I, <can't, laughs> I don't recognize it. But uh, uh, but he, he balances me out.
2: Yeah, now you guys are the yin and yang of life. <laughs>
1: that's what we've been trying to form a new band, and that's what it was going to be called. We, we guys are the Yin and Yang of life. <laughs> the yin Yang Twins. It's kind of a long hook. Yeah, that we would have to go to war with the Yin Yang Twins. They would kick our ass for for jacking their name. No,
0: we could copyright that shit because they don't have a podcast. We do a podcast first called the Yin Yang Twins, <laughs> and then we own the Yin, that yin, yin Yang seems Twins a, podcast.
1: That seems unscrupulous.
2: I had no idea this <laughs> fuck I had no idea the show was this, this fucking big. I swear to God, I mean it's amazing. I'm in Chicago. People are coming up to me. One guy came they came to the show. He goes, "Man, you know, I didn't really hear you before, but when you did the podcast, you and Rogan were so fucking funny. I had to come and go. Holy shit! You know what I mean? Like, I I did the show. Not like I felt like I was doing you a favor, but you got a show. Of course, I want to do it. You know what I mean? It's like. But you p-
1: didn't think that that many people were gonna. I had no no fucking
2: it. clue. I'm so retarded. You I know? don't
1: know what the real numbers are right now. Well, it's it's pretty high though, and it's what it is though is. The difference is you, they're with you for hours and at a time, and they're comedy people. Yeah, they're people yeah, yeah, yeah. That comedy. That's a big difference. Yeah, because when
2: I like late night shows, nobody gives a fuck, right?
1: You know, what I mean, it's I, hard too. Do you, don't you feel when you do a late night show that you don't even get a chance to really get cooking? You're doing like five minutes or something like that, or seven minutes. Yeah. Ah, man, I can't do it. I just uh, my my mind doesn't function like yeah. that for a set. It's it's really hard to, to pull off and get a true. Feeling what the experience of seeing someone live is. Plus, you like, like I like, just to
2: do some stuff that's just improvisation. Yeah. or Fuck around. Oh, And the, my the most fun I ever had was on Craig Ferguson when he introduced me and gave me the wrong credit. <laughs> he, he said that he, you can see down with the Denver Comedy Works this week. I said, thanks a lot. What a crack staff you have. I was there last week, but I'm so hot in the business, I have to post-plug things or the place will be stormed, right? <laughs> And then he said, well, let's just start it over. He came out on stage like, I don't start it over. I got a spot at the Lamp Factory later. I can't, I don't have this kind of time. But that was fun because it was real. Right, right, you know, right. You can't right. do that every time, but. It's yeah. to, to
1: have enough time to, to fuck around is odd. You know, most yeah. of the times it's like, it's so rigid. Oh, you start yeah. with your first bit. And it just... So fucking corny at yeah. the desk. Like we yeah. were just saying about the zoo. Ask me, me this, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, that's a we- I mean, it's cool when someone has a good story, you know, and you get some Nick Nolte character. It's got some crazy story. Yeah. But for the most part, you're you're accepting a contrived conversation.
2: Yeah. Is it right? I mean, I saw an actress on one of the shows. This, and I couldn't watch it, but... That's some of the most boring fucking TV there is. And Letterman said, really, they just want to see you. In other words, you're so fucking vapid. Just sit here. Don't even worry about talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll do the talking. Just sit there because you have nothing to offer.
1: Has Kim Kardashian ever been
0: on Letterman? I don't uh, know. Probably. Who, what, definitely, what talk can...
1: shows has she been on?
0: She has to be on everything, right? I don't know. I've never Can't seen
1: her interviewed. Yeah. It's one of the things that I was I was marveling at one day. I was like, I don't think I know her voice. She's been in the Lamar Odom Big Cock Show. I don't I don't think I, if 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 her the character playing her voice was substituted with a new character, I don't know if I would be able to pick it out. No, I was like, it's amazing that she became like super famous without me. I mean, in like in my world, like I know who she is on a regular basis, right. but without me ever hearing her talk. That's, that's, it's, that's incredible. Like, I'm, I might have heard like one or two of the commercials or something like that. Or maybe I watched one, one episode of the show. But you know what I'm saying? Like if, if you, somebody tried to replace your voice, right. I would go, that's not Dom Arrera. I know what he sounds like. If someone yeah. tried to do Jeff Goldblum, this, I know what Jeff Goldblum sounds like. Right. But I hear your it's, rhythm. I, I know what Le- Letterman's voice sounds like. Yeah. But I don't know what her voice sounds like. Here she like. is on Letterman. Like, you could dump this with a completely different person's voice. It's But she's as famous as, like... What's the chick's name from Friends? Uh, Jennifer,
0: Jennifer, Anderson. Anderson. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer
1: Aniston, whose voice is like extremely well known. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Jennifer Aniston is very specific yeah. and an accomplished actress. W- yeah, what, what did but, right but you oh, yeah, exactly like it's amazing how famous she's gotten with very little words. She's 25. Yeah, twenty five. Twenty five. Well, just a
2: kid and she's getting married. Was that yeah. exciting? Yeah,
0: it was very exciting.
3: Uh
2: uh-huh. And that could a be a, a totally
1: fake voice, and right right I wouldn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could sound nothing like what she sounds like. Pregnant. Maria Bramford could be and, dubbing her voice. It's amazing how far a human being can go in the world of fame without ever saying anything.
2: Well, don't you think, like, you know, you know a what lot of you do to
1: her, Brian? You turn her into an I mean, alien.
0: I should have I done in this.
1: Children in the house wow, she's kids. the actress. <laughs> My brother Brody was here the other day. Well, <laughs> well maybe Brody that's... Stevens, red yeah. rum, red
0: rum. Yeah. That's the
1: nightmare. He
3: is a nice kid.
1: She's demonically possessed. This is actually an encoder. He's got a secret decoder ring, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's deciphering what her real voice actually is before lucifer's powers <laughs> like his his voice oh that's his scary course, yeah. so that's well that's a, the they're freakiest shit um why is that demonic when it's just, just shitty what did you do for your
3: oh i went to africa this <laughs> summer. Oh, this fucking <laughs> bitch is gonna <laughs> kill me his diamond empowerment fund sent me and my sister and
1: Uh, My boyfriend, and and we just went to Botswana, and um, it was really cool to see how all the diamonds really helped the country out there. Wait a minute, what? (laughs) Back it <laughs> up, Holy Back it shit up. Holy <laughs> shit What the fuck did she just say? The diamond. Oh the- my <laughs> god, that was hilarious that Holy shit I no idea Life the- is not real, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you
0: his diamond empowerment
1: It's friends. a fucking <laughs> Coen Brothers movie <laughs> and,
0: uh, My boyfriend and, and we just went to Botswana And um, it was really cool to see how all the diamonds really helped the country out there
1: Oh the nods, uh, <laughs> like <laughs> thinking that people are going to applaud. Right, right.
0: This, you know, conception of, of what was going on there. And so every year I like to go on a vacation out of right. the country. Well, if- I
2: think that's good to get out and see what's going on. But see, I had and believe I am ignorant in most matters uh, a, a different impression that the, that the diamond industry uh, maybe on a global uh, stage was uh, generating huge sums of money but locally in these uh, countries where they were mined that the people were being exploited did you did you that's
0: what I assumed before I went there and so that's kind of why I wanted to go and it's completely the opposite these diamonds Fund the schools and the hospitals they fund pretty much the entire country but I was a little bit disappointed in Africa
1: because I wanted to go see some wildlife animals and it's like this 24-hour flight I was so excited to see like giraffes and these she crazy animals like lions right now. And I saw a few cubs but when I get home off of the 24-hour flight
3: in calabasas california my sister and i are driving into my mom's house and the neighbor is having a little party with giraffes
1: and we flew 24 hours all the way to africa to see giraffes wild dress did not see a thing (laughs) we go to calabasas and they're having a birthday party where they hire giraffes uh,
0: where 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 can you get uh, giraffes how do you get them um, well, I rented a monkey for my mom for a week because she was missing
1: the baby. Oh, so the the monkey for your mom was a rental. Yes. It was okay. Rental. Jesus Her material is funny, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's got some good animal stuff. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> wow. It, does, does she have a point?
0: I'm really stoned from
1: watching that. <laughs> <laughs> does she have any point at all? I mean, maybe she does have well, a. Her point. Her point was that that uh, diamonds are good for the do whole they pay for the pay for general the population. And pay for the hospitals. That's what she's saying. I don't. know. Maybe yeah. they do. And you know, you can do that and still exploit children.
0: If you had to fucking da- Kardashian or Aniston, which one?
1: Um, I bet Jennifer Aniston mm. knows how to throw it down. Yeah, I oh. would imagine she knows how to throw it down. Uh. If you could cut off her head
0: and switch the bodies, Who, no, yeah, I which mean, one, Kardashian? If you can cut off her head, why would you want to cut no, off her kidding. head? <laughs> I'm <mean>, kidding. <Jesus.
1: laughs> I would want to cut off her. Head. She's really she, pretty. She's very pretty. <laughs> no, but she's, she's, just, she's so
2: vapid that, uh, like, I mean, I think she really cares if she's watching this, whether or not I'd want to fuck her.
1: or Jennifer Aniston. Um, yeah, probably. I think Jennifer Aniston would be more fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She takes it. I think. I don't know though. I don't know. Kim Kardashian does have a porno with a black dude. That's a chick that's willing to go deep.
0: Sure. That's why I think Jennifer Aniston would be great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't fail to disappoint her. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah. Um, whatever. What kind of conversation is this? Who would you fuck? Jennifer Aniston? or. Well, how did it even get under her? Oh, it was like Jennifer Anderson's voice. That's what we were talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. It's fucking hard out there for a chick. Chick's trying to be famous. You know, if she was doing the same thing that if Kim Kardashian was a guy, though, and she was doing what she's doing, like she would be like, uh, especially for the marriage part. Like she married for like 72 hours or whatever oh, yeah, the fuck yeah. it
2: was to that basketball player.
1: right? Yeah. yeah. Well, how long was she married for? I think it was, it was a month know, or something know. like that. Yeah, but whatever it was, yeah. you know, it's like to it's shame. They to had think it that, all that, they, <laughs> that you do that. It's and you do it as like a piece of it's a plot. It's like this is a, her life all of a sudden becomes theater. And they start introducing false things, right. like false marriages, like hire some yeah. other high-profile guy to come in and marry her on the show. And then they break up. And wow, is that what they're doing? Because if it is what they're doing, it's pretty brilliant. It's well, if, if you think about what she's done, I mean, just tactically, the way she's sort of uh, entered into the entertainment industry. Like, a lot of people get mad. They say she's vapid. She's this and that. But, but what she is is she's, she's been super successful in getting people to pay attention to her. That's I mean, amazing. It's amazing. It's fucking incredible. I mean, it's, it's amazing what you can pull off when you are single-minded and you pursue that and, you, you know, you do it the way she's done it. And obviously, you you look like her.
2: Yeah, you know what rem- you know what reminds me of going back when you when when this kind of point hits you is when uh, the OJ trial and Cato Kaelen went out and did comedy for a while. And for that one brief <laughs> moment in time, he was more famous than almost any of the comedians. Oh, you know, yeah. right at the, the, yeah. the top of the OJ trial, Kato Kaelen was selling out the MGM. And he
1: was trying to do comedy? Yeah, he did oh. stand up. Did he do it before? No. No. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, yeah. Well, Charlie Sheen Ooh, prove that. That's that. Yeah, Charlie Sheen. Well, you know who did that, who's got fucking balls? I've talked about it before. But Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. Oh, I know. Didn't have a lot going on, like, as far as his career, and then got on the Chappelle Show, and he was in his 40s, and then started doing stand-up, and he was famous. And not only was he famous, he was famous of, like, w- the brother of one of the greatest stand-ups ever. So he's got Charlie Murphy, his brother's Eddie Murphy, they look alike, and... You know, I mean, he's he's going out there. Literally, he's done comedy for like a couple of months. And he had and a close. he's clothes. fucking
2: headlining. Yeah, he, was, that's a, he had yeah. A, an unbelievable.
1: He's got balls. That guy has fucking balls. We did a month Maxim tour on the road together. And uh, Charlie Murphy, man, he, he, he's he got fucking balls. That guy, we would alternate headlining. And, and he'd only been Wait, doing he comedy. Wait, he could follow you. He did. He did a couple times. Mm-hmm. What he did he do? He did well. Really? He, he, yeah. My people, Holy first shit. of all, he's a good storyteller and, and people love him. And if he's in his right groove, he he's just got to be comfortable. You know, when Charlie's comfortable, he's comfortable. He's got like a couple different gears. You know, and when he's comfortable and he's telling a story, there are very few people in the world as entertaining as that guy. He has this r- r- realistic, sort of like uh, aggressive, kind of like real brutal honesty You know, but with a cool voice, you know, he he can tell a fuck out of a story. Well, for Brothers of Famous People, I'll take Tony Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Rock's hilarious. He's good, yeah. He's very funny. That guy gets slept on. You know, I had seen him a couple of years ago, like way back at the Laugh Factory, and he was really funny then. He was like promising, you know? No, he's really good. And then I saw him at the improv, like recently. Yeah. And I, I came up to him after his set. I was like, dude, you got way better. Like, that was like really fun to watch. It's fun to watch a guy that you yeah. haven't seen for years, and then you see him, and you're like, damn, you've been working. And, he, and he's like, oh, thanks, man. I'm like, I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym, you know. Yeah. Well, he's, I, he's got the right attitude about it. He's it, fucking it, and good. And it is in the gym. It is in the it gym. Is in the it's gym, corny yeah. as it sounds. It sounds well, for us, it's the gym. you got to get on stage. I mean, look at Bill Burr. I mean, I've seen yep. him take strides, and he's so fucking good. Per- perfect example. Yeah. Bill Burr was always really funny, but now it's like he's just uh, he's super prolific, too. Now he's just nailing it, you know. He's just like he's constantly putting out new stuff, and you go to see him. It's you know, it's fun. It's like you know, I agree with him. I don't agree with him. I'm still laughing. He says something completely <laughs> ridiculous and over aggressive. I'm still laughing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's fucking great. It's just it's he's uh, he's one of the last of uh, the Boston comics. You know, that real, like, uh, intelligent, but, like, still manly, aggressive sort of comedians. There was a a lot of guys like that in Boston. Yeah, Lenny Clark and that whole group. You know, that was one of the things that Dane Cook and I were talking about once about growing up and doing stand-up together in Boston was that those guys were men. They yeah. were fucking like Lenny Clark. Oh, yeah, they so, were tough guys. They were comedians. Yeah, they were
2: like nebbishy, no. problems with their mother kind of... They were animals. Yeah. Lenny
1: Clark was a fucking savage oh, when yeah. I met him. Oh, I met crazy. Lenny right after you guys did... Uh, he Didn't you do the HBO Comedy spe- yeah, uh, the Special? Yeah, the Rodney Dangerfield. The Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. I got a chance to open... He was the second guy I ever got paid to open for. I, yeah. I used to... Forget about the first guy and pretend it was he was the first for a while. Right. First time I ever got paid, I opened up for Lenny Clark because it sounds good, but it was really the second time. First time was a guy named Warren McDonalds, actually a very funny guy too. But, um, but I uh, I worked with him right after he got just, just got done doing the Rodney special. And yeah. Oh my God, he was an he's a fucking animal. Such
2: balls. Oh, he was he, an animal. We we're, were up in Seattle to see the NCAA's, and they, these guys they were fucking drinking all day. I can't. I mean, Don Gavin and all them. And uh, we're at a party, and this CBS guy comes up to me, and he says, I'm a big fan of yours. And I didn't have a ticket. Lenny's at, like, Jackie Gleason, bigger than life. He goes, hey, if you're such a big fucking fan, get him a ticket to the game. And the guy goes, oh, okay. You know, sheepishly, like, what's he going to do?
1: What is that movie that, uh, I think is Fran Salamita, did that movie on oh, uh, yeah. Boston Comedy? Yeah. <clears throat> How do you spell Fran Salamita? I don't know.
0: F-R-Z F-R-Z Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, when so. stand ups Fran Salamita, when stand-up stood out, which is a, a great documentary on stand-up comedy and uh, all about the one town, about Boston and what it was like, you know, back then. And it's a, it's a really accurate depiction because there's a lot of old video. Yeah, yeah. Like old video oh, of Lenny Clark that. and those guys and, and Jimmy Tingle and then talking about the The ding ho, like the Chinese restaurant, was like the first place. Like, man, I'm, I'm, I was like right after that wave. Those guys were like, those guys were the big established headliners. Right when I was becoming an open, they were good to
2: me too because they could bury people if they wanted to. Nick's uh, Nick's was tough.
1: Well, you know, for the the people that don't know, Dom was one of the only guys that ever paid to see do comedy before uh, after I was a comedian. There was only like a few guys once I became a comedian, like once I had done like open mic nights. But uh, I I went to see you. you Remember how much
2: it cost to see me? I
1: wish I did. I went. Did to you see bring you. a date? I went to see you a couple times. Did I get I went you to late too? <laughs> I went to see you uh, before I ever did stand up. I'm pretty sure it was either before, or right before, or right when I was doing it. But uh, I went to see you, and uh, you didn't make the flight. Something happened, really? and Dennis Leary was in your place. It was the first uh-huh. time I ever saw Dennis Leary. He fucking destroyed. Yeah, Dennis and I was remember always good. But back then he was on fire. He was my favorite comedian for six months until some, you know, so, until I saw Bill Hicks, and I was like, oh. "What the fuck is going on here?" See, and I, I didn't,
2: I didn't see as much as other people did with the parallels, and Bill, oh. Bill was a friend of mine, but.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Bill had a funny joke about it. Oh, he uh, he actually had invented, He went back in time and did the jokes before, stole them, then went back in time and did them before and added punchlines. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I butchered the quote. But you know, when they asked him, like, you know, who stole it from who? Well,
2: you know, my nightmare was about the HBO thing about Rodney Dangerfield, Was was like I'd rather not get a compliment than the compliment I would get. I'd have somebody come up to me and go, man, you're my favorite on that show. Beat you and that guy Dice.
1: <laughs> they don't,
2: they don't fucking compliment me if you're going to see us. you.
1: You have always had a problem with Dice, you know, and now you and Dice have actually gotten into it. But um, when I was a kid, man, I was a fucking huge fan of Dice. And well, yeah, I, you were I don't a kid. think there's anything wrong. I, I like his comedy. It doesn't bother me. I like it. Oh, his comedy doesn't bother me. He, I just don't like him. You don't like him. Yeah. I never have a, a bad problem with him. I've never. I had, had any issues with him. How can you be a 50, 60-year-old uh, Fonz? <laughs> <laughs> See, I look at him, I think he's a character. You look at him as like he's some guy who disrespected you or something. Yeah. Something happened, right? There's, there's, there's only three comedians I hate. Three?
0: Let me guess one. Billy Crystal. <laughs> I don't consider him a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: What is that about? What is that about? Because I heard there was... Uh, Billy Crystal is such an asshole yeah. to me. I was, I was Really? Uh, I was, you know, and he's always been really nice to me. But he was with De Niro, and I was hosting this thing for Comedy Central, and we're doing a review review of that shit movie. Uh, analyze that. Remember the first one was good. Analyze this. It was uh, the De Niro movie. Yeah.
1: And then the second one wasn't good. Yeah,
2: but he got all of a sudden he's buddying up with De Niro, and he like he starts like acting condescending towards me. So I fucked with him right away. I go, Billy, are you hosting the Academy Awards here. He goes, I don't know why. I said, can you mention me to the people of the Academy? He goes, for what? I, go, I don't know, some kind of award. You figure it out. Then he realized, <laughs> then he realized I had duped him. <laughs> some kind of award. You figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he lost his sense of humor, right?
2: Yeah, he got too cool. But I mean, he, you know, he was always all right. right beginning. That's, but
1: in that situation, he lost his sense oh, of yeah. humor. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: he was trying to act like him and De Niro yeah. were these dear
1: friends. And I'm thinking, this is Robert De Niro sitting next to you. Come on, Billy. You're People. Billy Crystal. You're People love to be friends with someone like De Niro. You can put that shit on your resume. Yeah. Hey, I'm going over Bobby D's house for barbecue this weekend. Oh, no. I did a reading with him.
2: <laughs> I did, uh, r- rarely do I get impressed. Just-
1: <laughs> you imagine someone saying that to you and wearing like a, a running track suit. While no, yeah. it?
0: Fuck that noise.
1: Those like fake Italian immigrants uh immigrants to California from the East Coast, uh, f- fake Italian dudes. Oh, yeah. who yeah. we always connected. You know, those the guys who were always trying to break into acting. Those, those, those fake tough guy dudes. Right, right. Oh, go to Bobby D's house. Yeah. Good guy, that Bobby D. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: you, who else? Who else is it real? Sean Connery. Yeah. If you could say you're friends with Sean Connery. I'm going fly fishing with Sean Connery. Actually,
2: well, that's people who have to drop. It's even like countries. Yeah, I got these nice shoes. Yeah, I got them in France. You're like that (laughs) makes it a fucking big deal. Oh, you got them in France?
0: Would you Would you be friends with uh, uh, what's his face? Um, The guy from Paul Fixing? Shit, that's. Oh my god! I just had a brain fart. John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta.
1: I think he fuck you. I think if I you're friends, that's what happens. He fucks you. Somebody, what, some I heard, friend.
0: I heard on some radio station that. Yeah, what, what a pal! What's Ooh. the other guy that was in Greece that recently died from a drug overdose? Or that was at Kaniki, or, or not? It is it Kaniki? Greece that recently died of a drug. overdose? Yeah, the the the, the other main guy in Greece that uh, that was in Celebrity Rehab. Oh, is
1: he the guy that was in uh, on, from Taxi?
0: Yeah. The, the, the,
1: the, is that the guy? Oh shit! Because I think oh, you're talking about Jeff something or another?
0: The one that just recently died. I don't you
1: know. know. I don't know that guy's died? name. I don't know. I'll look it up. In I had heard that that. You see, I've only really watched Celebrity Rehab once. And uh, I get depressed. I don't, I don't like watching people that are falling apart. I don't like taking in that vibe. You know, I know. I mean, uh, occasionally I like to know it's
0: Jeff Conway. Know
1: what Jeff Conway is? That the guy?
0: Yeah, he he said that that he actually spent a night once at his house. And supposedly, this is what I heard on radio. Uh, radio that he went over there to spend the night at his house, and he crashed, and he woke up, and and he was fondling him like just, oh, like Jesus. like who like, was like, fondling him? Uh, Travolta? Travolta was fondling him. Oh Jesus! And then and then Mike I hate
2: they, that. Don't you hate when you wake up and one of your friends is playing with your balls? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah just you, me.
1: You wake up and the dude from Pulp Fiction
0: is sucking your dick. <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. God. And then, really? and then, Mike. let really, you
2: suck my dick, will you leave me alone?
0: Mike Wallace. Uh, I heard that Mike Wallace uh, from Nash, whatever the Enquirer is or whatever he works for uh-huh. uh, that that released all this shit said. Like they asked him, you know, like is this shit fake? Are you guys just trying? You know, is are are these people really telling the truth? And they're like, do we give them lie detector tests? We fucking like go and check. Like if they say any detail, like going to like hotels or something like that, they, they get it. Uh, they, this was on the Howard Stern show that, that he said this. Wow. And stuff like that. And then all these people are all telling the truth. Like all of them.
1: So, all these masseuses are yeah. all telling the truth? Yeah, is that that's, crazy? That's, well, who knows? We don't know. We, we don't have an official stance right. on this. Oh, I don't Joe Rogan yeah. Experience Podcast, no, no, no. nor Re- Brian Redman. I am,
0: I'm just regurgitating what, what I've been I hearing on people. I are,
1: happen to know, but I'm not talking.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dom, you know what I'll be talking
2: Tell you us know?
1: about the time that you worked as a masseuse for the Hollywood <laughs> elite. <laughs> I'm, not,
2: I'm, I'm not talking. You know what I'll be talking? June 30th at the Tropicana in Atlantic City. That's when I'll be talking.
1: <laughs> Those big manly hands that you have, I bet you would you would give a good massage. My me. hands are very
0: soft. You know are what? they? Yeah. They could, they could toughen up quickly. You know what would be a good good show is Dom and Joey Diaz dressed up as women, like bosom buddies, but with them. <laughs> Man. Uh, Wouldn't that be the funniest? I, I hate, ah! You know, I never thought I'd say this. I never thought I'd say this, but I'd be the hot one. That <laughs> it? Wouldn't that be awesome if it was like Golden Girls? Maybe throwing another person. Oh, like.
1: oh.
2: oh. <laughs> I like seeing people like Joey because it makes me feel not as fat. <laughs>
1: I'm not that fat. Yeah, I do a joke about like, no matter how chaotic my life is, when I'm hanging around with Joey Diaz, I'm like, I'm fine. It's just like a, a balancer. A Balancer, can- a leveler. He's your canary. In the yeah, cul- he's cul- my mind. canary in the coal mine. I for love sure. Joey, and I, I always love
2: to know what he's thinking. Oh, he's when an he an has animal. that look on his face. Joey
1: Diaz could just read the newspaper and have you crying, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just point out anything. I've never met a dude who's who makes me laugh like that guy does on a consistent basis. He gets fucking crazy. He'll get crazy about ketchup. But he's funny. this ain't fucking ketchup, Joe Rogan. <laughs> when I was Cuban back in Jersey, we got fucking ketchup. It was real ketchup. <laughs> This is some watery bullshit. It doesn't taste like... <laughs> he'll, 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 he'll get fucking angry. No, Heinz is actually pretty good. The fuck out of here! Heinz! You fucking Hines momos Hines. buying up Heinz.
0: Joe, I just got off what? the road with him, right? And, and, and one of the hotels we stayed at had a business center. He was like, come on, you got to go to the business center with me. And just watching him sit here checking his thing jiggers, like, look at that picture. Like He's just sitting there like with his glasses on doing the computer system. I
2: worked with him at Miami. I worked with him at Miami. Improv And the whole day he hung at the club So he could use the phone Really? Just to make local calls <laughs> He could fucking do it From the the room But he, he chose to do it From the club He used to uh, Yeah he used to Not even He's have Cuban. a cell phone
1: Yeah, yeah. He, For the longest time Joey just had a pager mm-hmm. When everybody else Had a cell phone a Joey still had a pager Yeah He would just You would never be able To find him <laughs>
0: Dude, now he's embraced it, man. He has number oh, one yeah. fucking CD on iTunes. Comedy. That's yeah. crazy.
1: He's gone completely digital. Really? Well, yeah, yeah. We, we got Joey on Twitter, and then Joey started really getting into it. For a while, like, fuck this MySpace, Facebook. What the fuck am I doing <laughs> yeah, online? <right>. Yeah. <laughs> and then after a while, I'm not sending you a fucking text message, Joe Rogan. You know, remember you had a whole video about you sending him text messages and so he would get angry. we yep. we made a video about it. It was one of the, the with one of the earliest videos. That they were called uh, that was a death squad one, right? What yeah, number no, was
0: it? No, that was a uh, Joe Show or Joey Diaz ready to die. Oh, Joey Diaz ready to die!
1: God damn it! If you can find that, is that online somewhere? Yeah, What's his hell yeah. Like? You
0: What's gotta. It's it's
1: fucking. It's a brilliant brilliant video. It's What's one his of J- like Ryan's Joe? Men. Is he is he working? He's alive. He's a science project. If Joey Diaz just sits you down and goes over all the substances, dog, all the years, all the the Pink Floyd albums I listened to, motherfucker, if he he wouldn't go over his history, you'd be like, there's no way he could be alive. How is this guy, how is it possible? It's unfair. He's He's healthy as a horse. Joey Diaz is a fucking savage. He'll live to be a thousand.
2: It's amazing, isn't it? Everything, like, high school football (laughs) players die on a field from dehydration. Yeah. Then you get guys who wake up every day and think, how can I kill myself today? And they're still alive.
1: Well, Joey's really healthy now. He lost a lot of weight, too. He lost, like, 80 pounds. He lost a lot of weight because he got real big for a while. And it sucked because, like, we would go places, like, we would go to the airport. And, like, he hated when he had, like, a long walk to the rental car. Oh, that's a bad sign. Yeah. It's like, you know, he he was getting big. But he had, you know, and he didn't want to do it with surgery. He just did it with his will. He just got on Weight Watchers and slowly shed it away. He how do you definitely get on use Weight more. Watchers on the road, though? How do you, how, how do you cook the shit and all? I think it's like they give you, like, a point system. I think the way it works is, like, you know, pizza is X amount of points, and this is that amount of points. You get oh, okay. so many points a day. <clears throat> and... Um, they have it broken down where really healthy things are like very few points. Like I think like celery is like zero points. You could just eat celery by itself because yeah, that's mostly water. Yeah, you can't even. It actually is really good for you. It cleans your cleans your poop shoot out. Oh, that's good to know. It's Tremendous. Speaking of Travolta, I uh I drink this kale shake that has a lot of celery. It has five stalks of celery in it. So I take every day five stalks of celery, five stalks of celery, a big bushel, a big fucking leaf of kale, um like pears. Garlic, ginger, and it grinds it all up, like, and makes it like a swall, like a, like a soupy, like pea soup, very much like pea soup. Were you in and a I cover of a magazine? I was on a couple of, of like with, with, martial know, arts magazine. Martial magazines. arts, yeah. yeah. I heard.
2: I haven't seen that. I want to see it. Yeah. You were like split in half. You're like doing a split.
1: On um, one of them, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think, I think I was throwing it again. no you know what on the black belt one no I was yeah. just standing there like You're standing a me. Sh- like, hey, I looked like, really on? stupid I should have never let them make <laughs> me pose like that they're like why don't you like cross your arms look at the camera like very serious yeah. so I, that's what I did and then I was like ew ew, <laughs> ew. I <suppose> the t- <laughs> what, is, what message is that I should be smiling do you think you could beat the two of us if we just, like,
2: charged you I right would, now? I, there would,
1: I would hope I would never have to know. Yeah, how <laughs> douchey do I
2: look?
0: And look at your old tattoo right there. It's thank like, you.
1: Yeah. My, my poor tattoo. It's still there. I got to get it lasered off <laughs> to finish my right sleeve, the Aaron Della sleeve. Well,
0: that's graphics bong, right? You no,
1: no, no. It's, um, it was, uh, like, a thing that I drew. It was, like, a demon with a jester's mask on it.
0: It's so crazy because I always thought it was the graphics bong. It's I was similar. like, damn, that dude loves fucking Wii. It's so <laughs> stupid.
1: That's such a stupid little (laughs) tattoo. Well, I was an artist. I actually drew that, you know. And when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot of uh, demons with, like, hats. And demons, like, demons with baseball hats on and shit. Like, uh, standing over little kids' beds. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. I used to draw some creepy shit. And uh, I I drew that. And so that was my first tattoo.
0: I just noticed it says, Joe Rogan proves fear is not a factor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How young young were you, Joe? (laughs) I guess I was in
0: my early 30s.
1: Yeah, yeah. because Fear Factor went on for like six years. Were you 140? still in your 20s when I met you? Yes. Yeah, when, when we met, I was really young. You yeah, and I you met um, when we did um, Montreal together. We did uh, right. Showtime. That's right. I think I was only like 24 or 25. And then we, we met in New York at the yeah. David Brenner's pool. Yeah, hall. yeah. We played pool together. We met at uh, Amsterdam. And Dom's one of the few. We I brought my cue today. Dom's one of those guys we, we threatened to play each other like once a month. That's what we always say. We try to do it. But sometimes we'll go like years. Did you show me something splits. doing splits? Oh, that's the one I was talking <coughs> about. Now, if I was a gay man. <coughs> Holy shit. I'd be, I'd be into me. <laughs> 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 I just did a, a, a new uh, thing for this Fighters Only magazine. Just did a, a more recent one where I don't look as good. What's the last fight you've been in? Like a real fight? Like a fist fight?
2: Like a street fight.
1: Not since I was a teenager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I avoid everything. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, you, you got to. You, yeah. kill, you kill people the way you Or, or you get stabbed you know. or shot, or guess what? There's a lot of people out there that know how to fight. They might beat your fucking ass. Yeah. You know, like the, the idea of going around getting in fights with people is like it, most, almost everything we could get along without that. Uh, almost every situation in life can get along without someone beating the fuck out of somebody almost everyone Well, that's what I was saying and when it, like, yeah today. And, when, and when it's not when, when you can't get along without it It's like well You're in the presence of some sort of a dangerous scary person who's not thinking clearly, you, you know think Otherwise
2: you, could, you think Brian like who do
1: you think would win that fight? <sighs> Brian would uh, he would just quit right away
0: <laughs> get out of breath He's just, he this I'm move. You, are you ticklish? I don't know. He has I, a, I mean, seriously. Know. Like, if I go over there and just give you a I little... I never tickle, got tickled by a guy. What if I just give you a little tickle right now? He just <laughs> drops <laughs> his pants and he opens
1: up his butt, and it, the vision is so horrific. <laughs> you, and his you, shirt falls down into his armpit, <laughs> so his gut hangs down, and he's just opening up his asshole as wide as can whoa, be. And you just run away. You will just run away. You won't want none of that. Okay. The, what he's Come willing on, to do don't. to you? Yes. And then you come close to him, he'll try to lick you or something. It's yeah. like you don't you don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that. He'll just grab your face and just start licking you. I'm glad I He'll tongue kiss is. you. He would tongue kiss you to get out of trouble. He would tongue kiss you. Just grab you and just start making out with you. <laughs> and you would run. You would run. You know, every animal has its own way of defending itself <laughs> in its environment. Mine, you know, like acto- octopuses, mine, they they, they, they blend the in. They become they can become camouflaged, right? Yes. There's a lot <laughs> right. of uh, a lot of animals. They blend in with the reef. Right, Dom Herrera? Yes, that's, that's right. why Nemo was so brightly colored. Is that why? So Nemo <laughs> could blend in with the reef. I was hoping we'd yeah. get the Nemo by this point in <laughs> <of> the show. <laughs> I assume, well, that's a beautiful fish. Why 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 would nature want something so brightly colored? Cuz it's cute. It's pretty fucking bizarre, man, when you think about the colors that nature has chosen and stuck with as far as designs of things like tigers Like, a big, giant, crazy killing machine that's beautiful with, like, white and, like, different stripes to it. It's not just, like, why does it have to have different stripes to it? It's obviously just fucking things up. That's all this thing does. Like, it's not worried about anybody. Like, that thing has no natural predators. So, it's completely fearless. So, it's expressing itself as boldly as it wants to. It's not hiding from shit. It's on the, the apex of the predators. You know, but why is it so beautiful? Why is it colored like that? Like, what, what benefit of natural selection was it that the tigers that made it to maturity and, and lived the longest and decided to you know, outbreed the others were the ones that were brightly colored and beautiful?
0: That's yeah. wild, man. You know how we find new species all the time. Wouldn't it be cool if we found like new colors once in a while? Like oh, oh, we just found this man. new color. Just you imagine it'll imagine blow that? you your mind. Yeah, like, like
1: if they just figure out like something that they can add like yeah. hard disk space to your optical nerves, yeah, and all of a sudden you see a broader spectrum of colors, or just a
0: different color. Like like imagine because we grew up with all these colors, but if you just threw a new color into the like mix like and it blew all the color. charts.
2: You know it's amazing is that, that you guys smoke a pot up r- doesn't <laughs> seem to affect you.
1: <laughs> 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 i mean is it possible that there could be another color i don't know I don't enough know. about colors
0: i don't know because we have this yeah. whole graph like the color wheel and rainbows and shit to like go on as proof and like that's the only thing that's <laughs> color the spectrum but what if we there's something just throws a wrench into that mix and now you're like
1: oh that's yeah just- <laughs> is that, i mean that has to have happened throughout history right where right. they thought yeah. they had well, shit they blend figured it. out
0: like, right. well how
1: about those assholes that were using leeches how the fuck did that ever happen? <laughs> the bloodletting. Well, they used to have doctors that were using leeches? Like, they had yeah. actually like gone to doctor school and they're like, leeches appear to help. <laughs> like, well, how about
2: bloodletting, <laughs> like, Joe? Yeah. The, oh, part, that's the worst ridiculous. thing you could fucking do for a sick person is let yeah. more blood out.
0: Oh. Lobotomy.
1: And they thought there was bad blood inside of them. Yeah, they yeah. Were, oh, the poison Jesus blood. Christ. There was so much stupidity when it came to the human anatomy and, and how to fix things. They used to use leeches on black eyes for fighters. Oh, <laughs> jeez. They
2: did. On the, on the swollen eye, they put a leech.
1: It would suck the blood out. Do you remember in Rocky that he couldn't see out of his eyes? So cut me, actually, Mick. He actually asked him to cut him? Yeah. Cut me, Mick. Cut me. What kind of nonsense I, is I've that? I've done that during sets. But isn't that ridiculous? Like, no one ever done that. No. Why'd they put that in the movie? God damn it. Sly. I want some answers. Come on. Burgess that Marity guy is dead. That guy is fucking way bigger than everybody says he is. I am so tired of everybody telling me that Sylvester Stallone is like this little tiny guy. Like people have this some weird thing to take guys like him and Tom Cruise. And go, yeah, well, he's only five foot one. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe he's got fucking billions and maybe he looks good at seventy, but he's only fucking five foot three.
2: But he does wear heels. I'm five foot eight, and he's bigger than me. But he's, he wears heels. He's not. Well, really, whatever he's wearing. I'm telling
1: you, he's a big guy. I've met him a few times. <laughs> His physical width. Like he's a f- that's a thick dude, man. Can I tell you what he said to me, which is fucking hilarious. What did he say there? Yeah? Well, I
2: met him at this thing. The name drop was Bruce Willis was the opening in Montreal for a Planet Hollywood. And very nicely though, he comes up to me and I'm with Sophie and he goes, uh, "Hey, Dom, I'm I'm Sly. I, I don't know if you, I met you in uh, Paul Riser's thing." And I go, yeah, Sly. I remember you. I'm thinking in the back <laughs> of my head. I'm thinking, da, 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 da. this is fucking Rocky. This right, is right, Rambo. Right. Do
1: I remember you? Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? I got a chance to interview him for uh, one of the UFCs. He was. Uh, it was. I think it was before the Expendables or one of it, One of his movies. And uh, I got a chance to interview him, and I was like, "This is crazy, man!" Because when I was a kid, I mean, every how many people have told him this story? Uh, I saw his movie, and then I went out, and I ate raw eggs and ran around the block. <laughs> trying to catch a chicken.
0: <laughs> I ate raw eggs. I did, just like he did it. Ugh, I put on yeah. a
1: sweatsuit, and I, I ran around the block like a fucking idiot. I was so inspired. Yeah. I, 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 I hadn't done any martial arts training at all at this point. You know what? Was it was the perfect
2: kid. movie for that kind of inspiration. Yeah. I mean, those, all, you know, it, it, it was so interesting how touching that simple movie can be.
1: You yeah, know. there was some, the, the, we love watching someone try to pull something off. People love underdogs. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you know this, but um, UFC uh, light heavyweight champ John Jones just got into a, a car accident. Do you oh, know about man. this? No. I'm yeah, sorry he was uh, He's okay. He was drunk, though. And uh, apparently, allegedly, the story is that he's, uh, the, at least, I don't, at least they arrested him for DUI. Okay, I don't know whether or not he was drunk. I don't know. I don't know. The full particulars of the story. But so many people are, like, shitting on this kid, you know, and and angry with him. As they should be for anybody who's driving drunk. And anybody who loses control of their car and crashes into a tree. But I think there's a little extra venom about this guy because he's so successful. Because he... He's like, it's come so easy to him. And it's not easy. Obviously, it's hard work. But he's been like dominating all these people. And I think we like to shoot people down when they get too big. We Absolutely. like to look for the first flaw. And this, and make no mistake about it, there's no like apology for what he's done because what he's done scares the fuck out of me. The one thing that I'm terrified of is. Finding you know myself on the road and seeing someone who's drunk coming towards me who doesn't have control of their car—that's oh its a terrible feeling. Yeah. And we've seen drunks on the highway before. It's a, it's a scary, scary fucking thing. So this guy loses con- control of his car and slams into a pole. You know, whatever the fuck caused him to do that—that's bad. That's fucking real bad. But I think people are also like chipping away at this dude as a human because he's been so successful so quick. And because he sort of tries to promote himself as, like, uh, you know, a a God-fearing man, and, you know, he tries to promote himself as, as like, a, a good Christian, and because of that, you know, when he makes a mistake and does something fucked up, people, like, really go after him, because... You can't, it's very difficult when you set like a a big example, you know, and you want to, you want to uh, set an an amazing path for kids and then you do something like you, you know, you say that's what you're doing and you, you say you're going to be a hero for these kids and, and then boom, you have this horrible situation. happen.
2: Well, everybody's waiting for Tim Tebow to fail. Well, yeah. They're they're waiting for him to get pictures of him fucking a goat or something. You know what I mean? They would love yeah. that.
1: Look, I think it's it's the whole thing is a it's a fucking tragedy and on the human, the, the human personality, the human, the individual that allows themselves to get to a situation where they smash a car into a tree because they're fucked up on on a drug. Yeah, it's it's scary because you're you're taking all of our lives at risk too with your you know your craziness. You know, I just
2: um. Well, I I just I, don't drive since the yeah. DUI. I had a DUI. I don't fucking drive.
1: The, thing, the, the appeal of Rocky is the same appeal that we, we all want to see somebody rise up and stop the unstoppable. And beat up a black guy. And when, <laughs> <laughs> and when someone's really good, we want him to fail. We secretly wanted Tyson to fail before he failed. And then when he failed, people like there was like a weight lifted off the world of like well, a million men.
2: You like to see the bully knocked down. Yeah. And they're never the for same. Sure. He was never the same after that. He no. never fought the same. He never had the same confidence.
1: Well, I think uh, he had I think you could only maintain that sort of pace that he was doing. You could only depending upon your personality, but it could only go for a few years. The the amount of rage it was and, m- it was menacing wasn't oh, it? Oh, he was the best ever. He would come I don't care up. what you know. I, everybody wants to say about Ali. Ali was a great fighter, no doubt about it. Tyson was better. I really think Tyson was better. I think Tyson in his prime, like the Marvis Frazier prime. I don't think I don't think Ali would have been able to keep him off.
2: I was I was ringside on when he fought uh, Leon uh, or Michael Spinks oh. in Atlantic
1: City. It was scared. It was like up jumped the devil. Oh. Like, it was like smoke was coming out of his nostrils. He took shit to a whole new level. It was. A they, there was a bunch of guys when I. This was like you know I was a big boxing fan in high school, and this was a, around that time that Tyson sort of rose to prominence. Like right when I was getting out of high school, it was like the cover of Sports Illustrated. They called him Wonder Kid, and he was nineteen years 19, old. Nineteen, yeah, yeah, Fuck. and he was just fucking smashing people. Can
2: you imagine but, when he was like robbing purses? Oh, that my scary god. that would have been. Oh my god, he was
1: such a an amazing specimen, but he's also intelligent and just. The, but the physical speed that that guy had while maintaining you know two. 200 and you know whatever pounds he was yeah. was incredible no we'd, we'd never had anybody that could punch that fast the marvis fraser fight is one of the worst maulings yeah. in a professional heavyweight fight ever
2: of all time well i'll tell you what uh, was bad randall cobb when he got beat by larry holmes that and wasn't we, as bad but we wanted
1: him to go down we we're all friends yeah. with him go down randall go no. down i know he couldn't no but it was guy, horrible he that goes, was a that was a ferocious beating but you know what he did after that he went to school and got a master's degree you know that guy like he' got out of boxing, did acting, and yeah I, I don't know if he suffers anything from his uh his yeah he career. does, does I he? Mean, his, you know you talk to him and he repeats wow.
2: himself and there's no way around that, man. and then you'll talk to him and he'll repeat himself
1: There's no way around that that's scary shit you know uh, getting getting struck in the head on a repeated basis, and there's a lot of guys that um that that suffer what they call pugilistic dementia yeah, yeah. a lot of guys suffer it that never even go pro, just guys who have good gym fights.: Well you
2: know may may Ali. You yes. know her, right? Yeah, you? yeah. And she would just tell me, she goes, she goes, My
1: father knows everything
2: that's going on. Just his body's just failing it. him. But his mind is right there. He's like trapped in his body.
1: <sighs> Could you imagine, man?
2: Well, you know, that's what cracks me about the football thing with like all the research they're doing on uh, concussions. Of course, they're concussions. Of course. Of course like Every 40
1: seconds They're like in a car accident Yeah Yeah Well I don't know if it's that much But it's It's pretty horrendous Yeah If you look at some They've of those They've That's football They used to call them dingers What's the biggest linebacker They have now Who's the biggest I don't know I don't know who the biggest Give me is like big. a Give me a big Big fucking scary like guy
2: Like 6'5 uh, For a linebacker 270 270 That'd be pretty big <sighs> You know But fast That's the thing You have to remember They're fucking fast oh. And they're hitting you with a lot I mean, of... And they super athletes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they're super... Oh.
1: You know, Herschel Walker's still beating the fuck out of, out of people. I know. Do you know that? Well, 48 he's, years old. He was a phenomena. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, you, you, what a a freak combination of, like, a guy who's completely driven... Is a, a natural super plus athlete a multiple that has incredible personi- discipline.
2: He had multiple personality too. You yeah, know? he he came in with different personalities in, th- in therapy. You, you heard about? Yeah, that, Yeah, I right? did hear about that. How fucking crazy
1: is that? Wasn't that um, supposedly trauma induced? Like, oh, I don't know. I I thought that th- that was one of the issues that this was something related to uh, his football career.
2: Yeah, that I don't know, but I just know that it, imagine him coming in as Big Sue. Oh Jesus Christ! Hi, Big Sue. How are you feeling today? I'm gonna look this up what multiple personality yeah you know what i think it is all of a sudden i'm a, I'm a therapist <laughs> but it's not it's not a psychosis it's a it's an, er, an erotic disorder personality an erotic, is, erotic. N- no neurotic oh i thought
1: you not said erotic, erotic. So i was like th- hey dom i find that very erotic. just listening to this year <laughs> <laughs> oh oh dig. multiple personality trauma induced is that what it says uh i know i'm, I'm googling that sorry Bubble. But I, I believe it did have something to do with it. Yeah, trauma-induced. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. This sort of usually has its root in, roots in childhood trauma.
2: Oh, so it could be emotional trauma, too. Could be that, yeah. Like Sybil had that. Yeah, okay. You remember Sybil?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Very dear friend of mine. <laughs> Her and Bobby D and I used to get brunch. Hey, Stepford Wives. At the Beverly Hills Hotel. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, he's talking also about how he became a completely different guy when he was playing. That's wow. That's Brought out his too. rage, right? Yeah, he said his exact quote was, you don't want the Herschel that plays football babysitting your child. <laughs> Isn't uh, that crazy? I'll, I'll punt that baby. Could you imagine that coming out of Herschel Walker's mouth? How no. scary that would be? No. You do, you do not want the Herschel that plays football babysitting your child. He fucking no. said Even that. Even though he would think of that, it's scary. Yeah. Well, he was, he's ruthless. I mean, I think to get that good at something, like as good as Herschel Walker was at football, yeah. I really do believe that madness and excellence are just next door neighbors. I really do. I think in order to, to hit the the levels of proficiency that those guys hit, like the true greats, like a guy like Jordan, well, Jordan, like fu- Jordan's
2: a good example because he's fucking crazy. Yeah, of he's course. one of those guys. Like when he did his acceptance speech for the Hall of Fame, he was he was complaining about people who rejected him. Like instead of taking it, going, "Hey, I'm number one,"
1: he he came came angry at it. Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that you know they never they never find peace. Their their life is always chasing something, chasing you know a win, chasing a victory, chasing uh, whatever the fuck. it Don't is. you love
2: that about stand up, Joe? Like we can get better until we get fucking cocked on the head. It's true. But no matter what Jordan does, no matter what nutrition he can go visit the you know the monks in Nepal. Nothing's going to make him Michael Jordan again.
1: Nothing. The, yeah, the physical body wanes a lot quicker than the mind. But we're going to be shitting our pants and uh, dying in fear just no. like him. Oh. <laughs> hey,
2: you'll be walking me. You'll come and visit me at the home before I'll come and visit you.
1: Well, who knows? Who knows how we all go, but it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but Herschel Walker is uh, at 48 years old. He's fucking shredded. Shredded. He, I don't know if he's going to fight again, but he's had a bunch of MMA fights. I think he said three. Well, three he's the four. one that
2: used to do like two thousand sit-ups and a yeah, thousand he still does, up.
1: still does that crazy shit. He's all does all calisthenics. He's just a, fucking just a freak. He's so goddamn strong. He takes these guys like I mean, he's good. He's physically talented. Like uh, I know he's like a black belt in some martial art, karate or taekwondo or something yeah. along those lines. So he physically knows how to kick and punch. And then you know he's been training at AKA, which is a, a big gym up in uh, San Jose, mm. one of the like big gyms in the country as far as MMA is concerned. Like Josh Koscheck came out of there. John Fitch. Um, uh, a lot of good guys, like real good. Uh, Gilbert Melendez, uh, no, excuse me, Josh Thompson. Rather uh, came out of there. Gilbert Melendez and him just fought this uh, past weekend. A fucking incredible fight! Holy shit, that was amazing. When do you announce a fight again? Uh, this weekend, this up- upcoming weekend. Where is it? Vegas. Fuck, I love it. I, I think you're so fucking good at that. It's fun. I well, thanks. It's uh you. It's. It's, to I it, it's. I don't make it. I don't make it
2: the Sammy Moledin show, but you <laughs> really, you really break it down and you make people understand it. Like I told you that before, it's like so much fun. Cause you're enthusiasm, but you know what you're talking about, but you're not above
1: like I don't even know what the fuck some guys are talking about. He threw a right clasanga, you know. Yeah, it. there's a little of that that goes on where they gets like real sports specific. I'll say like he hit him with the three two, and you know dig in with the five. Like, come on, man, how many motherfuckers out there watching at home know what a five is? You know, I, I don't know. It's it's but punches are one is the jab, two is a straight oh, right okay. hand, three is a left hook, four is the right uppercut. Depending on who's so what's the five, I don't know. It's probably a liver hook. I don't know. I don't even know what it is. You can't go that far and not tell me the five, Joe. And, and well, he, you know, and, and, and they'll go as far as uh, like trying too hard. You get a lot of like sports guys that do that. They like try too hard to like use the correct phrases. Right, right. They'll say like oh. exotic shape, but they'll get it wrong. Like this is a Kamura. What's well, no, no? That's yeah, it's yeah. Americana. It's completely, you know, it's different situation. See how the grip is. It's totally different. But you know they're they're calling it out anyway because it sounds like the the cool sports yeah. guy thing to know that the, the the omoplata is a good one. There's a guy named to know Walt, to say that. There's a
2: guy named Walt Fraser who's an old guy who's played for the Knicks and he announces Knicks games and he does that. Yeah, he does it. it was you know the juxtaposition uh, of the imperialistic. <laughs> Get you know, out of here, bitch! It's like, come on. It's <laughs> is there anything watch. grosser? Remember when Dennis Miller used to make references like to the Tigris and Euphrates River? Yeah, these fucking guys in Pittsburgh are watching a game drinking. But what's he talking
1: about? <laughs> The what? Dennis Miller had the weirdest act going on for a long time But this was when he was on
2: Monday Night Football, I'm talking about. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, he he pissed a lot of people off on that, didn't he? Yeah. Because he was trying to, like, insert jokes into it.
2: Yeah, but I mean, also, with his references and, you know...
1: Like, one time I did a I I enjoy his first two uh, specials. Oh, he's a good comedian. Like, his first first... He, before he became all crazy right winger, he got a little deep end little after nine eleven ish. He went a little pro Bush ish. Yeah. But uh, you go back to like his earlier stuff. He's fucking is a very funny comic.
2: You know, it's amazing. I was asking one of the, a writer, and you know the guy. I won't, I won't say I'm on the air, but he wrote for Dennis, John Stewart, and Bill Maher,
1: and he said by far Dennis was the most decent guy to work with. He's a great guy to talk to. On, I've yeah. done his radio show a few times. He's a great guy to talk. Yeah, to. Yeah, he to. is. You know, I I would. There's a lot of guys that I, I enjoy talking to. Like, there's a guy named uh, Sam Harris that I had on the podcast. And he's very much like I, I, I thought he was. Uh, he's a he's a he's a brilliant dude, but um, he shares a lot of like uh, a lot of the same sort of uh, ideas that a lot of right wing people share. Like about like the the good ideas about war and the good things that we're doing mm-hmm. by going over to these other countries and the ing- ignoring and minimalizing all the b- bad shit and ignoring and minimalizing all the damage that it does to these societies and and the, the fact that people are profiting from it. See, I would just like it explained to me like the way
2: you're saying you explain martial arts, yeah, or, uh, A.M.A. Rather, uh, I would just like somebody explain to me why we're in Afghanistan. What what the whole purpose... I don't know. I still don't fucking it's, know.
1: It, it's a massive mind fuck. If you really sit down with someone who uh, tells you on one side that uh it 's an important thing as far as stabilizing that region and keeping al Qaeda from getting a stronghold and blah 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 blah, blah. you know you, you can listen to that and you go, "Wow, okay, I see the point you know maybe maybe our military's working hard to keep us safe, and they know better than us, and you know that 's why they 're there, and they know they know there 's a threat there, but then when you look at it on the other side and you go you know you talk to someone who is uh, very educated in the history of the ways of this country, and they explain to you what 's most likely going on is mm-hmm. that there's resources over there That we need to control Man, Whatever the fuck it is Yeah, the Russians couldn't beat them. They could yeah. walk there Yeah you know? Well, we're Apparently we're supposed to leave now You know, that's what Obama's saying You know, and Obama's having these things While he's running for re-election Where he's sitting down with Karzai Who, by the way, Karzai's brother uh, Got He got Somehow or another He got busted sell, Being in cahoots With the The, the, uh, the, the opium dealers uh-huh. Down in Afghanistan And he was getting CIA money so this guy was, like, working with the opium trade, getting CIA wow. money. My and brother. he's the brother of the That's president of <laughs> Afghanistan. Of course. It's all I mean, crooked. It's, but it's amazing how it's, you don't even have to look for It's not like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right, it's right. like his <laughs> fucking brother <laughs> is in the heroin There's no degrees. It's right it's, there. Uh, you know what, man? I don't know. I don't know. I, I look at both sides, both arguments. Of, of The pro argument is very shaky, in my opinion. but and I uh, can understand the Saddam Hussein paranoia.
2: But the Afghanistan—my mm-hmm. brother Joe's a colonel in the Marines. I think the,
1: the thing is the worried about Al-Qaeda taking control of the area, okay. the Taliban taking control of the, the, the resources. Apparently, the idea is that there's a lot of money to be made in that Do they country. Have, they don't have oil, though, Afghanistan. They have a lot of minerals. Oh, okay. A lot of minerals, trillions of dollars in minerals, mm-hmm. and there's natural gas. That's what the Soviets were trying to control, and then there's the opium trade. That people don't want to b- believe it, but that's that's the reality. Is the the poppies? The production has gone up through the fucking roof since America occupied. I mean, the, all all the statistics are available online. You know, you can you can look at it. People don't want to believe it, but they're not stopping it. No one no one in the United States. That goes over there None of those army guys Are stopping The production of poppies In fact They're guarding poppy fields And that's a fact and Americans are guarding poppy fields? Guarding field? poppy fields That's hilarious Bra- People don't believe it Brian pull that shit up Because we've, we've had this On the podcast before I Unfortunately know People have heard About this before It's a, a nutty situation I don't And a, a lot of that stuff You know, I don't know what they use it for. If it's for pharmaceutical drugs, which that is a a legitimate use for for that stuff. Or if it's getting sold right into the heroin market. I don't fucking know. But to pretend that this isn't a factor, that these trillions of dollars, oh, please, conspiracy theory, blah, Uh. blah, blah. You're talking about something that generates just fucking insane amounts of money. Insane amounts of money. And I wonder how much it had, how much pressure something like this like some sort of a a business venture like this has on the introduction and the legalization of other drugs in this country you know the only way they could pull off a heroin deal like this is if heroin's illegal so everything gets moved in under the table everything gets snuck in through you know uh, prearranged shipping routes everything's clandestine you know that's really the only way to to do it because otherwise other people are going to do it
2: now are we still getting opium
1: from afghanistan of course we are. We well, must does it be. get through. Where's it going? Well, I mean, look, they're, they're making ninety plus percent of the world's opium in Afghanistan. Ninety plus percent. There's, that's that's insane. I mean, just that number alone is almost like a joke. It's almost like this is a comic book, yeah, yeah. and we find out that the bad guy lives in a place where all the opium is, <laughs> and we got to let these people grow. The bad guy is the opium. How the about o- that? The
2: opium takes care of the schools, yeah. just like in Botswana, the diamonds help the You want
1: to find the enemy in Afghanistan? It's heroin. That's the enemy. But mm-hmm. if you like it, go for it, especially if you're a musician, because they make good shit when they're on heroin. A lot of them do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Eric Clapton was yeah. best when
2: he was on heroin.
1: Yeah, I, t- I mentioned Hendrix before, but apparently I've been corrected that uh, Hendrix didn't do heroin until after he made his music. He put out his studio albums and then he started fucking around with heroin. Is that
2: what he died on? Overdose? No,
1: um, he died on a bunch of shit, man. And there's a lot of people that believe that he was murdered. Like his his um, former manager as a a, a, a a roadie, and uh, the roadie just released a, a book about it. The, the roadie, I think, was also in a band himself when he was younger, like the Animals or something like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, this, I think that's the story. And anyway, the roadie um, apparently said that uh, Jimmy uh, had a, a, like a really fucking dangerous manager and his manager was like mob connected and shit. and He did a lot of mm. fucked up things. And one of the things he claims he did was kidnap Jimi Hendrix. His own manager had guys kidnap Jimmy and leave him in a hotel for three days and then he rescued him. In quotes, oh, okay. to show him how powerful he is, hmm. how he can get anything done, and they all like, please, we didn't, we didn't know he was with you, you know. And this guy, right, like, right. you stay with me, Jimmy. I'll protect you from these guys. <laughs> well, apparently, he also had like, you know, there was a big life insurance policy that they're saying was uh, on Jimi Hendrix. Down that the 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 veracity of that, uh, I don't know. You'd have to check. I'm not really into it enough that I'm gonna Wikipedia the latest. <laughs> <On> <laughs> who was guy it? who
2: died in the 60s. Who the
1: fuck knows, you know? But the other thing was that Jimi Hendrix's uh, um, girlfriend at the time, she was killed. Somebody threw her off the top of a roof of a building in, uh, in somewhere in New York. But the speculation was that that had to do with Jimi Hendrix's death. You know, if you wanted to paint a beautiful uh, conspiracy mystery, yeah, that's yeah. how you would go with it, whether or not that's true or not.
2: My favorite conspiracy was goes back to Michael Jordan. when They said that... Because he didn't pay a lot of his uh, golf bets. Oh yeah. That well, that he, was a big thing. That that his was father was killed over that. Oh my God. Yeah, they, his father was killed in uh, North Carolina. Oh my God. They said that was connected to that. Who, yeah, who knows? Oh know, my so many God. conspiracy theories, but.
1: Holy shit! Is that scary? But he was a big gambler. I know that. Well, I know there was a an article that was written in like Esquire or one of those. It was Esquire or maybe Vanity Fair. I don't remember what magazine it was, but uh, it was a, an article that was written by a guy who was a, a golf hustler who uh, Michael Jordan owed like a half a million. Oh dollars.
2: yeah, he, yeah. He never paid up. I heard he goes to places and buys and has dinner and doesn't pay, Oh, wow. just because they, you know, he graced them with his presence. Wow, really? Doesn't tip. They call
1: Scotty Pippen no-tippin'-pippin'. Yeah, I heard that. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that a guy can get so successful and still be so selfish. You yeah. know? Maybe it's just he works so fucking hard that he just thinks everybody else is shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's such a hard-working, well, ir- badass motherfucker that everybody yeah. else is like, bitch, you want money for serving me? Right. The irony of it is he has the
2: worst team in the history of basketball this year. Oh, he owns a team now, he owns right? Bobcats, and they were the worst team ever. Wow! But he went from the being the you know arguably the greatest player to the worst general manager ever. I wonder if owner. he's.
1: Do you think he's not a good owner, or do you yeah, think he I just think doesn't have good? T- I really think he's good. got
2: that syndrome where you remember the Al Capone thing, where everybody would laugh when he laughed and stop when he stopped. I yeah. think he has that. A lot of yes people around him, so nobody says no. So he makes moves that he's he doesn't really know what he's doing. But there's nobody to, to confront him. Nobody right. has the balls to confront him. I think that's part of the problem.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that people always look for. People always look for sycophants. You know, when you want to want to see a guy who's falling apart, you look towards the sycophants. Yeah, and yeah. if you want to insult guys, you you call them sycophants. Right. You know, which is uh, always hilarious. Like guys can't be friends. No. If one guy is more successful than the other, well, the, the rest are just sycophants. You know? yeah, in, yeah. in the moron's mind, that that that's uh, the conversation that comes up. So that you know, that's like demeaning to like uh, all the other guys that hang out with a guy, you know. Yeah.
2: You f- do you find people change towards you in some ways? Uh, w-
1: like in what way? What do you mean?
2: Well, uh, deferring to you because they think they can get something or anything.
1: Well, there's going to always be people that are weird, man. That just they're they're they're, they're trying to hustle. They're trying to you know sell yeah. something they want to right. get close to you because they think it will be advantageous to them and you know there's this people that they they give it away man they give it away quick you i know? just find
2: that I, I, people kind of hit on me for stuff that i really don't i can't i can't write them a strong act right and hey,
1: dumb. you think you can sit down and write with me
2: <laughs> you're yeah, right it's just funny But, I mean, uh, sometimes I think people
1: want stuff that I'm not even powerful enough to give them. You know, one thing would it be cool to do, uh, and I have thought about doing this before, I think it would be really kind of a fun thing, um, to have guys like you and me and maybe Stan Hope or, you know, someone uh, someone else weird along those lines. Have, like, a a series of guys. Have Joey Diaz do something. Ari Shaffir do something. And um, have it so comics we'll have like a meeting at the like the you know the improv on like saturday at like 5 in the afternoon and we'll just answer any questions oh yeah wouldn't that be great? Sure. Do you imagine if you were a guy who'd been doing comedy a year and uh, you could talk to the you of today? Yeah. And just to ask you, what do you do? To what do you do? How do yeah. you How do you get started? What do you write about? How do you write? Do you write it down? Do you write bullet points? What do you do? do, do, do you, <laughs> how do you practice it? Do you practice it in order? Do you practice alone at home or only on stage? Do you do the same order every time. Yeah. I had a guy ask me, and he was so disappointed that I just
2: told him the reality. He said, "How do you get on like the Tonight Show and those kind of shows?" I said, "Well." The first, the, the, you know, the most important thing is it's very hard to write those sets because I'm like you. I'm more free form and I don't like to write tight sets. Right. You know what I mean, but it, it's hard. And he's I said, you know, you have really have to write them and, you know, construct them so that they're only five minutes. And he goes, you got to write. And I go, <laughs> well, yeah. What do you think you do? Call up the president of show business
1: and ask him for a favor. You got to <sighs> write. What the fuck? I didn't expect that. Yeah. Some people don't like writing. I write in my head. I, uh, I I've done that before, and I'm not nearly as prolific. I gotta sit down. Prolific. Well, because you're working down. so much too. You were so busy with that. Well, it's not my, my. You know, it seems like a lot of work, but everything that I do is fun. So it doesn't seem like work but at all. But it's still time consuming. It's time consuming. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, but the, it's very hard to crack the starting lineup, don't you think? Like you just got to do it. Like the harder it is for me, it's the better you get, and the more strong shit you have. The harder it is
1: to break the starting lineup because you're thinking, oh, yeah. fuck, I don't want to put that in. It's not strong enough." Well, once you get it down, like you get like an opening bit or a whole chunk down, like fucking hardened Japanese samurai sword, just yeah. fold it over and tang, tang. We just polish that bitch down till it's lethal, till it's just, till it's perfect. You know, you don't want to let it go, but unfortunately, you have to. It's no other way. Yeah, we're we, doing a show here um, at uh, the Ice House Wednesday night. Um, what do, you, do you do anything Wednesday? Um, um, I have one spot at the store. What's up? 10 o'clock show. We're doing a show here. I'll come out. Will you do a set? Sure. What time is your, your spot at the store? 10 o'clock. Will I make it? Yeah, you could do it just late. If you just do your set there, and then if, this, if the store's not too late, the store's sometimes running late. No, nah, I can get on. I, I can well, we sometimes don't even start at 10 o'clock. We'll start at like 10, 10. Yeah. We're crazy. So
2: what's it going to go to? It'll go to at least midnight, right? Yeah.
1: Well, if you come, you know, and, and I'm already already on stage, I'll bring you on stage. All right. And we can fuck around. Okay. <laughs> or you just do your act. I mean, I'll, I'll introduce you at any time. Anytime you get here, we'll, we'll throw you up. That'll sure. be awesome. What, is it a benefit? No, we're fucking around. Oh, we're yeah.
0: yeah we're going to have a podcast at 9, yeah. 10, and that's May 23rd if you're listening to this. We, um,
1: yeah, so if you're listening to this later and you want to come down the Ice House and oh, talk us. Can I
2: plug a couple days? Please do. I got Atlanta uh, June 15th and 16th, I think it is Where the punchline. Oh, great club. And uh, a big gig for me, because it goes to Philly, is June 30th. I'm at the uh, Tropicana in the big room upstairs. Uh, mm.
1: Tropicana, Atlantic City? Yeah,
2: which I love. I Do get, you love Atlantic City? Well, for me,
1: we got all the fucking Italians coming from Hamilton, ah. the mayor and everybody. <laughs> well, you know, you, uh, you're one of those guys that you never stuck with the same act. You know, you're not one of those guys where you go see him like three years later and you'll see the same shit verbatim. You're always, it's always writing. You're yeah, always, I, f- I fucking try. You, love it. You, you love, love it. you love it. Yeah. You're a, you're a real comic man. You're a real craftsman. You know, you, you, you could not have picked a better occupation. It's not like Dom Herrera should have been a plumber, should have been an electrician, should have been a doctor, whatever the fuck it was. It's like, the one thing that my, my
2: lack of talent in many things is easier for me to focus well you mm. you've always loved comedy, man. Yeah.
1: I mean since the moment I met you, like we we've had like so many conversations about comedy, and I've got to see you always working on shit and tightening shit, like you, you there's some guys, and we all know them, they just kind of there's, there comes a point in time where they just start phoning it in, but you never hit that, you know, you never hit that you're always even you even say that too, you're always saying like I'm trying to get better, like oh, yeah, that's in your head all the time, absolutely if you're not getting better, you're getting worse, yeah. you don't stay at the one spot. And what the fuck are you doing If you're not getting better You know what the fuck are you doing Why yeah. are you wasting your time That's why I do so many sets Yeah You know I mean, that's you know It's fun too It's a fun thing to do Make people laugh is a fun time You know we, We're New The rules. luckiest human beings. <laughs> New rules
2: <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite. I wish you could reenact that bit
1: I loved that bit that, that, was, was a, that was a labor of love That bit That, that was, was a bit that I That was a bit that I Who I, was it What's her name she, Anna Nicole Smith Anna Nicole Smith Yeah Yeah. That was a bit that I was Actually forbidden from t- Saying at the comedy store really? really? Yeah Mitzi came up to me once <laughs> That's weird That's not funny <laughs> she Leave was, me alone. really she Joe really your fucking neck got longer Yeah When you went new rules New rules, rules. <laughs> The joke was about you know, there everybody was like, oh my God, Anna Nicole Smith, she's marrying this old billionaire that's so horrible, like, what she's doing is so terrible, she's taking advantage of him, and my joke was, don't you think he fucking knows? <laughs> He's 90 years old, he made a billion dollars from scratch. Chances okay. are, the dude's a tad crafty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was him getting her to do all this crazy fucked up shit or he wouldn't give her money. And it just kept getting nuttier and nuttier. As he was dying, he wanted her to lick his ass while he was dying. He was screaming. It's screaming. Like, it was one of my favorite bits to do because it was like it was like – it, was, it felt justified. Right, it right, felt right. like a, you could get away with it. I know? didn't know you were the told not died. to do that. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. then,
2: how did new rules come in when he would do something perverted? Or oh,
1: yeah. You can't do this in the hospital? Yeah. She says, he goes, lick my balls. And she says, Sugar, I would love to stay here and be with you, but the, the <laughs> visiting hours between 9 and 11. He goes, No, I just bought the hospital. New (laughs) (laughs) rules. Lick my balls twenty four hours a day. It was. I love that fucking bit. He would. He would be in a wheelchair, man, and she'd be standing over him, this insanely hot, big titted guest model. Yeah. And you just look at her and go, Oh my god, that fucking body she had, just this insane fuck body. She was like a giant Jane Mansfield. When those early pictures, like when she was in Playboy or whatever the fuck she did, you look at her body and go, Jesus Christ, what a body that woman yeah. had. Just all voluptuous and legs and, mm. you know, like you and I like them. We don't like hey, no skinny broads. I like a little meat on the bone. You I know like I a mean? girl that you know. can take a good fucking because, you know, I deliver. Oh, I know. Oh,
2: <laughs> I like to bang a head into the wall the
1: whole time. I like to deliver. <laughs> oh, that sounds like him.
0: That's my best impression. It's one of my best impressions, right? I went to a uh, strip club in Cleveland, and it was one of the most like it, this, the name of the club was what? what the name of the club was a uh, uh, rot or sexy secret or something like that. Something, something secret. Sexy secret. It was something secret. And uh, it, so I walk in, and and I was the only white person in the whole entire club. So like the secret was I was the only, you know. You know <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that I, but it was crazy. Sexy secret. is, <laughs>
1: We gonna rob you. <laughs>
0: But I immediately got swarmed. Like it was like zombie style. Like what you one Whoa. by one all the strippers like looked over and was like, Wow, white guy and it like came Whoa. over and it, 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 at one point I had like two girls on each like lap. One girl giving me a massage Wait a minute. and just two You can't support two girls on each leg. That's ridiculous. Huh? That's a lot of weight. Huh? Two girls
1: on each leg. Yeah. So you got four girls
0: on your lap. No, no. Two. I'm sorry. A girl on each leg. Oh, okay. and, I'm sorry. I meant two girls. Like two girls. girls one think. on each leg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. One on each leg. A That's girl, a lot of weight too. But
1: <laughs> that, that hurts after a while. That's not yeah, fun. Yeah, and you yeah. can't Depends act on like how it big, hurts. Yeah. They weren't very <laughs> big. Move a little, honey. Your ass is bony. <laughs> yeah, she. You got to step up. Your fucking left leg's numb. <laughs> right. Fall down and smash your face <laughs> in the cocktail glass.
0: But they just like. It took turns like putting their butts in oh, my face Jesus and like son. and it was so much butt like I felt butt juice on my arms like like it was moisturizer or something like that after a while. It was so hot in there, but anyways, yeah, check out a black strip club in the ghetto sometime it's pretty weird you okay. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really interesting. Butt juice? Did you? <laughs> I'm just, all. So they. You let let them sort of get butt juice on you no, all well, over the, the place. The, the
0: thing is, you know how you go to like like a normal strip club, like a, what you're used to, and it's like it's it's all about like big boobs, perfect body, nice butt, or something. Right. There, it was all about. Huge fucking bubble asses. Like just girls, normal looking girls, but with like, in, I think butt implants or something. It was all about butts.
2: Can I ask you something? Yeah. Have you ever been officially diagnosed? <laughs> 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 I went to a strip club in Philly, <sighs> and this black chick asked me for a lap dance, and I said, no thanks. And she said, you're a racist. Oh and the And, the, and the, b- the bouncer was black, big guy, and he knew me. And I go, what'd she, what'd she say? I said, she said I'm a racist. Wow. What the fact that I don't
1: think you're hot. How you know? rude. Yeah.
0: How does that make me a racist? I have a new well, thing to say to
1: Meanwhile, go. there you are. Hold on a second. Because meanwhile, there you are arguing with a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> never win. I have <laughs> no. a new
0: new thing to say when a stripper, like, What's you know, don't want a lap life? dance. You go, I'm so, I would love to, but actually, you look so much like my sister, and that will freak me out. Oh, <laughs> that's that, good. So that's I said it like line. 14 that's times. This. Wow, that's good.
1: Oh, my God, that guy, I, he I think that. he's really cute, and he totally wanted to dance, but I look like his sister, and that is kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that motherfucker, he said I look like his sister. <laughs> and you will start a fight in the dressing room, right. and i will come out and fucking shank you. Maybe you
0: were, like, that close to death, and you don't even know. No. I oh. think I was fine. It, it was... <laughs> It was pretty amazing, though, how they just swarmed to me. Like, all these other guys like, were wow. kind of getting pissed. Because I was really? So Dudes much were getting attention. pissed? Yeah. Is Cause this cause is Cleveland? Cleveland. It was this in Cleveland? Was
2: by the flats? Where was it? Uh,
0: it, I forget the name in of it. Because I, I know it a
2: strip club there. A friend of mine uh, gave like this girl, like, $1,000 because she said she was t- uh, studying uh, classical music, some shit. She, she believed him. Or he believed her. Really? Can you imagine? She was studying, like, the, the oboe or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in you know, um, some highfalutin musical school—I can't even remember the name, but Juilliard or something. You know, it's like give me a
1: fucking break. You know, how many girls do like are strippers and have like high-functioning jobs on top? of uh, Not many. Well, do you know there was like there's like a um, a chick who got fired from somewhere? I forget where she got fired from, but she writes for like a local paper that she—I think it was like the Houston Chronicle or something like that. And she was, she was writing a column, but she was also, like, on the side, she was a stripper. And they found out, so they fired her. Somebody, like, turned her in, so they fired her.
2: I, I, you know what I think I would be if I was a woman and wanted some extra cash? Well, first
1: of all, anybody that would turn her in like that, like, I guess it's a, if it's a moral thing, you're silly. And if it's not a moral thing, you're a cunt. Why why are you turning her in? Like Yeah, there's no would, upside. Yeah, why, are you, why are you getting her fired? At she, least she's she working. a bad person? You know? She's just out there hustling. What do you give a fuck? Just keep it yourself, and now you can go see her naked. What's yeah. wrong with you? Right? Mm-hmm. If you got a weird thing with somebody, the best thing to do is go visit them while they're naked.
2: Right?
1: right? They can, yeah, you can resolve that shit. Mm. So I got, uh, so I got a stripper bit. You know, my, <laughs> you know my stripper bit, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Brian's like, really? <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Just <laughs> I'm, trying get, I'm, like, I'm trying to break down, like, the whole stripper and boyfriend relationship. I'm trying to break it down, Brian. I'm trying to, like, uh, you know, you have to have a certain mentality if you're going to date a girl as an active stripper. I can. You really got to be able to let things go. You got to let things go. Yeah. Well, how about those dudes that date porn stars? Oh, that's They're only allowed. you only allowed to fuck while you're at work. Yeah. You can't fuck. That's where I draw the line. Yeah, I'm the boss around here. They have rules like that. Oh they, my you're God. allowed to fuck people, but only while you're working. Right. So these dudes are just working all day, imagine every day. Can, <laughs> imagine she's a mother too, like the <sighs> mother lot of, of a your line. children. And then a know. lot of them are. A lot of them are. You know, there's there's girls that they have babies, and then look, what are they going to do? They can make a lot of money doing porn, or they can make no money not doing porn. So they either do porn or they go and do feature dancing. It's a fucking grind out there, man, for everybody. You know, and if you're a chick that's banked on your looks. You know, there's there's guys that uh they, they think they're gonna be professional pitchers and their fucking elbow blows out. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody makes a risky risky gamble in this life. We're all know? one we're all one pitch away. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, if you look at it that way, our uh Joe Rogan. I try to be as fair as possible. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. That's what my life's about. <laughs> Fairness. The balance of justice. Yeah, a balance of justice. That's a good way of putting it. You know.
0: I got offered to go In, uh, in a coal mine uh, It was a mile and a half deep what? And I, I declined it But he was telling me How you, tra- you travel on this thing I forget where you lay back And you have your You're your laying on your back And you just go down this hole Slowly You know You know A mile down or something And uh, he's like Dude if you want to go We can totally do this Whenever you want to You know and, Whoa And I was like Fuck no I would I would rather Not do, I'd rather Try to commit suicide Than do that Whew.
1: That sounds scary as fuck. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, why are people into doing things that are really terrifying? I don't
0: know. I don't think they have a choice. Yeah, coal miners are. Can you imagine being a coal miner? No way. That's <sighs> a different There was a show PC, that they right?
1: had on Spike that I only could watch one episode because it freaked me out so mm-hmm. bad. It was called, I think it was called Coal and it was a reality show about coal mining. It's oh, fucking terrifying. They're deep, deep, deep inside this fucking mountain, hoping it doesn't do this. Boom! They're pulling yeah. out giant chunks of it so they're going to make it brittle. I mean and you know how brittle coal is anyway man when you feel coal you know how brittle coal is coal breaks it's not like it's 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 not steel you know, when you you yeah. feel it, like you, you can you can chew into it with those machines, and they pull it out of there. Remember like it, it can crack and move and shit. And
2: how about the guys that were down there in Ch- in Chile? Chile yeah, and we were, they were
1: beating was off. Was that like a, m- a month or something? Didn't they send them flashlights? They're
0: Did beating they send them off. really? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Can you imagine <laughs> here's some water, and <laughs> here <laughs>
1: fuck this. Yeah, here's a flashlight, here's a candle, so you can look each other in the eye while you're doing it. That's <laughs> some butter for the canary. <laughs> you gotta, you got to kind of clean it off, though, so save the water. Remember the one guy had a wife and
2: a girlfriend they found out when he was Once still down he was down in the there. hole.
1: He's, the guy's balling. What are you going to do?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you imagine being in a situation where that's the only way you could feed your family is to be uh, – you have to go to work in a mine? I mean, that's that's yeah. really scary shit to be, like, one of the people that's responsible for, like, pulling chunks out of the earth so that we can use it. When you look at, like, humans and the relationship that we have to the earth – it's so parasitic and strange and we never consider it that way we look at it as natural resources but if you look at the earth as like a living organism we gotta go inside of it and pull shit out of it that we use to light things on fire on the surface we will literally have our whole society run on the blood of the earth the whole things run on oil everything is run on some black liquid that is fucking trillions of gallons of it inside the earth and we're sucking it out and we're pretty sure it's finite (laughs) <laughs> well, it has to be finite. We don't even know what's going to happen if it is finite. Yeah. What, 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 what happens? The, earth, the Earth's going to implode. Is it going to light on fire? What the fuck's going to happen? Is it going to spin faster and will, days will go shorter? We'll die instantly? Who the fuck knows? That's bad science, ladies and gentlemen. I don't believe in any of that. I don't want to get any angry Twitter messages. The Twilight Zone. Remember the, the morning sun?
2: The one in the episode where they thought it was getting hotter every day? And because the Earth had fallen out of its elliptical orbit and was coming closer and closer to the sun, and it was everything was then finally the painting started melting, and they knew it was over. Holy shit! And she wakes up and she finds out it's just the opposite: the Earth is going farther away from the sun. Oh my god! And every day it's getting colder. So it just shows the relative, the fragile existence which we have. Anyway, I've been Dom Herrera.
1: You guys have been great. (laughs) I I like to bum a crowd out. A lot of guys they go for the laugh, not me. It is uh, It is true, though, that we live in a delicate balance. I mean, think about We don't experience it here in California, but when I lived in Boston or anybody on the East Coast knows, there's a vast difference between what it's like to go outside in January and what it's like to go outside in August. There's oh, a yeah. fucking world of difference. I'd rather it's,
2: have January. Would you really? Well, then I'd rather be in 10 degrees than 110 for sure. Really? Oh yeah. Mm. That's I
1: interesting. Is that because of just you've spent too much time out here? Because I'm a fat tired pig of and I hate myself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did I remind you? No, uh, I just I never I never like heat. Really? Yeah,
1: hot tubs, saunas. Oh, I like it. I like it hot. I like you it. like Vegas in the summer? No, that's too hot. That's crazy. Yeah. That's silly. That's but a I different I like, planet hot. I like 90 degrees. I like going outside when it's 90 degrees, especially East Coast 90 degrees because it's funky and sweaty. I think it's healthy. Yeah, I, like I think 50, it's good for you. I, I like think 50 moisture.
2: degrees with a with a thong on, yeah, a couple boiled potatoes on, down on clogs, <laughs> and a <laughs> guinea tea. and dirty toenails. <laughs>
1: Got dirty toenails, <laughs>
2: big big afro wig, toilet the way paper I look. all over my chest. <laughs> 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 that's an image you'll never forget. Sorry, I started the show with that.
1: It's not just not that I'll never forget it. It's just we could all relate. Yeah, like what everyone could have seen themselves in that situation, <laughs> For that especially if you didn't get it expected to get you know woken up. Oh jeez, Where are we CD. going? Where are we going?
0: That's a good album cover. if you're Ever ever happened?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it would there. be hilarious if it was the actual photo if you realized it and you said, "Oh my." Here, uh-huh. hold my camera. Take a picture of this.
2: <laughs> i just remember him
1: pointing at it. What's that?
2: I could tape roll over up to my neck. That is hilarious.
1: For loads. How much of our time on this earth is spent devising new ways to get rid of loads? I would say yeah, 35, <laughs> 35 to 40%. I mean, think about some of the relationships that you had were really just exchanges from a load-extracting contractor. Yep. You know, it's like there's, there's relationships that guys have, especially like young men early on in life when you're essentially, you know, you, you're like a vampire that must feed, and you only have so long yeah. where you can go before you start going crazy. Start, you start dating somebody, like I'm pretty close to feeding. Here we go. And then once you get close enough so you can actually have sex, by the time you do that... Most of us have already compromised our position considerably, right. and the, the relationship that we've <laughs> agreed to and relented to is completely not what we're looking for. You know, we just we just had to get some sex in. You yeah. know, it's, it's impossible to avoid. So we tried to pretend to be the guy that you wanted us to be because that's the way you get laid. You know, it's, it becomes a junkie situation. You know, it becomes a situation where you're making irrational decisions. You're hoping that it works out and the person you wind up fucking is someone you actually like. And you just compatible personalities get together and you raise a family or whatever. You're hoping that you get to that situation. But most of the time, you don't. Most of the time, you're completely incompatible. No, you're telling you me. You date someone and they're fucking, there are all sorts of problems and complaining and whining and bullshit and... Oh, the funniest one. You know, Dub David off. Yeah, very much. His so. Funny guy. Fun, very funny his, guy.
2: His whole, you know, you got to talk to him sometime about this because he did it. I thought he took the ring off the girl while she was asleep, but he just stole it from the, the dresser. But in the middle of the night, he unengaged himself by taking the ring back. Oh, my God. Imagine her waking up the next day and he But he got engaged in like two weeks. What is this? A fucking movies? That, that's
1: not real. Some people, they, they want that. You know, it's a a fun thing to think of. It's a love junkie. It's like loving that feeling, that instant magic. Well, everybody wants that. Everybody wants to, to knock one out of the park. They want you meet someone and, you know, she's she's nice and she's friendly and she's interesting. And, oh, my God, I just know it's the one, Dom. I only know her for four hours, but yeah. I'm telling you, I'm marrying this girl tomorrow morning. What? I already asked her to marry. We fucked five times already. We've known each other for four hours. Like, what? there's people that yeah. throw themselves with abandon. It's because they want someone to believe in them. They want someone to love them. The same way they want to love someone. They have this massive need to both love and be loved. They are, they're in a love deficit. So when love comes along, they, they fucking throw a shit fit. They go crazy. They abandon their friends. They stop answering yeah, their yeah. cell phone. They'll throw their phone in the toilet. I don't care. I'm just by your side. As long as I'm with you, I don't want anything else. We are complete. You make me complete. You make me complete, Tom Herrera. <laughs> they just ready. Well, you know, Sophie
2: and I only dated once before she moved in. Shazam, son. That's what oh, I'm talking. That's no, how but Dom I, do. I, no, but I mean, the thing is, it lasted nine years. But that was an, a very r- uh, rare situation. She moved to China, and the only way I was going to get her to come back was for her to move in. How many
1: comics do you know that have uh, healthy relationships? Uh. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> seven. I'd have to. I mean, seven. 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 It's uh It's. I think it's. Uh, it's well, you, especially you do. hard. You yeah, do. I do. Yeah. Um, I think it's especially hard in uh, any sort of a uh, creative sort of a, a job. You worry. have to have a cool chick. Yeah. That yeah. Understands that you. You have to have someone who lets you think. You have to have someone who gives you space. You know, it's not all up in your grill constantly. Yeah, but yeah. you also have someone when you talk to they're like they're they're fun to be around their brain works Yeah, their brain works and they, they they have a positive spin on things like there's certain people We all know this like when you meet them and then you you see them and you smile and then you become enhanced. You know what I mean? Like Joey Diaz, perfect example. What's up, baby? What are we doing here? And you see him, and we would all start smiling, and we feel enhanced. And then there's other people that come around, and they drag on you. You know, there's other people that come around, and they just start complaining and whining and bitching. Well, and that's I've that's had both, man. I've had both. And it's there's the life of you. If you're with someone that complains all the time, that's someone that takes that negative point of view all the time. Your life will be hell. It's gut wrenching. A friend of mine said, "There's two people in life. There's fountains and drains."
2: Ah, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah, and it's true. But like when those <laughs> drains, they just you know. Yeah.
1: It's like, yeah, uh, how you doing? Ah, uh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, it's never oh, like it's brutal, know. brutal. There's a comic that I know I love in the death, and I won't say his name. But I, I, I spoke to him once, and I said, I'm just never talking to this motherfucker again. Do I, a, I do go an impression house- of him. I can't. It's too. He's too obvious. Oh really? No, I'm making that up too. <laughs> just throwing people off the track now. <laughs> he was part cat. He grew up in Afghanistan. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I would, I would say, hey, what's going on? I'm like, well, I'm not so good. I'll, I'll tell you the whole situation. Oh. The wife, uh, she walked out. Okay. You know, where they got She, she walked out on you, Mr. 13 Joy? 13 years, I thought, I thought this was uh, <laughs> this was something that we had both agreed to, and uh, apparently she hadn't agreed to that. And like, oh, geez, you motherfucker. Listen <laughs> to yourself. You know, I, I haven't <laughs> seen you in years, and you just hit me with a, a just a bucket of diarrhea. You know, what kind of a... You know, just that's... There's, people that don't even think at all about the person they're talking to all they think about is like the shit that they want to they want to they want to burden you because their life has taken some terrible turn for the worst mostly a lot with a lot of people because their shit personality you know that people just go fucking get away from me Ah!" and they just run (laughs) and then that same shitty personality is what you makes you get trapped by this guy at a fucking party do you know jeremy Hutz? Uh, the comedian from yeah. Canada. I yeah. do not
2: know him. Okay. Um. He's fucking hilarious. Yes, I know. He's a very good comedian, very hilarious. I've
1: only seen him um in uh video though. When well, he's serious.
2: We were doing Russell <coughs> Peters uh, special in Montreal last summer. He was my roommate and he'd come in he, and
1: hi hi hey Jeremy,
2: how you doing? Oh but um you don't have any Tums, do you? I got like a bad stomach. I said, No, I don't carry Tums. He goes, You got any beer? Like, who Jeez. the fuck goes from Tums to beer? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean he was always like a, and he's so fucking good on stage, but he was such a, I mean, I I, I still enjoy him, but he is such a bummer. You know, he's he, a he, bummer? He, well, in this in that sense, you know, mm. like he's talking about his sinuses one night at the lab factory. There's a bunch of comedians. I said, Jerry, let me tell you something. No com- group of comedians is gonna be concerned about your sinuses. Mm. No matter what, unless you have your sinuses removed. It's not an interesting story. We don't want to hear about your fucking post-nasal drip.
1: Yeah, I'm not into being around people that complain about stupid shit. You just man up and deal with it. So yeah. You, so your nose bugs you. Just deal with it. Right. Bitch. <laughs> right? God damn it. Right. I went through most of my life with a broken nose. I broke my nose when I was five. Fell down a flight of stairs. And for most of my life, I had like shitty breathing out of my nose. It was all fucked DB8 up. Deviated septum? Up. Yeah, it was a mess. So, and then from getting punched in the face, from wrestling and, and, and kickboxing and Taekwondo, just always getting hit in the fucking face. I mean, don't know how many times I got hit in the face. So the inside of the nose was just a mess. I had, like, one little baby channel. Ooh. They opened it up. They, they cleaned it all out. It was one of the best things I ever did. It's amazing did. that
2: you didn't even know what you were oh, missing. Oh, my
1: right? God. I was mouth-breathing. Yeah. I was mouth-breathing for a, a giant chunk of my life. And I was trying to do, like, hardcore athletics. I was trying to do martial arts. And with a broken nose, a useless nose, like... Yeah, <laughs> That was my nose Like <laughs> Literally But now it's like ah, Now I can breathe When did you have the operation? A couple of years ago A few years ago I made a It was, it was so important to me That I made a little so video So I knew you online. When you were, you yeah, were breathing Yeah, like, yeah. It probably got worse It got worse as time went on And I broke it again In um in, like, 2007, I, bro- I broke it pretty bad. It was, it was pretty bloody, and I got black eyes and shit. From from, from, from a, he- we, a head... we A headbutt. We collided in, oh, in jujitsu class. Jujitsu is, you know, there's two things that happen to hurt you. One, accidental collisions. Like, sometimes you'll be throwing up a knee for a triangle, and you hit someone in the eye, and it fucks their eye up. It's happened to me. I've done it accidentally. It's just, a, it's just one of the things that happens. Yeah. Another thing that happens is sometimes... People that are rolling right next to you collide into you, and you bonk heads and shit. That's yeah. fucked up. I've had that happen where you get hit pretty fucking hard.
2: I got suckered in a bar. I was I was a doorman at a bar. Uh, me and Randall Cobb were the doorman, right? Really? And Joe, I don't fucking know anything. They, when, what no, year was this? I don't know. Seventy-eight, where, seventy-seven. Where, where? In Philly, in a place called Doc Watson's But it was you mostly you Randall Texton. Yeah. Cobb. Do
1: you have a picture of you two together? No. Nah, but fuck. We, he,
2: you know, he he was he was the North American uh, heavyweight karate champion at the time. Yeah, that's what a lot of people
1: don't know. He was yeah. a, a kickboxer. Oh, he could
2: kick over your head, man. Yeah, he was. He had, and he, the first thing he showed me was his nose. He had no cartilage in his nose. He could, yeah, he it was he a could mess. Sm- he uh, you know, smash a, Anyway, I got suckered by this guy and broke my nose. And the worst thing was, it wasn't the pain; it was the sound of them putting it back in place. Because uh, you hear,
3: you, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, like with the like pliers, they take. Well, when, when I got my um, my nose fixed, the boogers that came out were so horrendous that I <laughs> saved them and I took pictures <laughs> of them. You want to look at it? Would you look at it? Check, of course. Check I, want this out, like I want you to asteroids. see. Asteroids. I'm just going to show it to you because you're not even going to believe it. What is this? This is
0: when he had to clean oh, it yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Check
1: this. The, is, uh, right would, this is right uh, after This is I would have to blow snot out and I would use a, um, oh. a water pick and throw it through oh, my nose to clean my nose out. It's pretty deep. It's pretty it's intense. Out. Oh, jeez. Oh, Weeks <laughs> after my operation, I have to uh, do this twice a day. I'm take a water pick, oh. a special nostril attachment. Oh geez, is that just like a saline solution? Wait, you ain't seen shit, son. Wait till you see these boogers <coughs> I'm gonna pull out. If you email me, I'm, I can show the audience. Okay, let me find the really good ones because they're so ridiculous. Okay. Here we go. But you know, my what was happening was that my body was um. You know, making these, oh, these clops. Jeez, you're throwing up from your nose. It's yeah. I, c- I gotta find them. I don't know where they are, though. Unfortunately, they're probably deep in this iPhoto.
2: photo. Well, it'll give us a good excuse to
1: get together again. I need to. Oh,
0: here's a here's a picture of it. Here's a still from. It. You got a, one yeah. of my boogers? Yeah. Hold on, let me. Uh,
1: they were so ridiculous. I think I put them on Twitter. Uh, Did I put them on <laughs> Twitter?
0: I don't. You, but <laughs> it's at the beginning of this video uh, here.
1: I definitely put see, them. Um, see there it is. That thing in the middle. Uh, Oh yeah, that's the clot. That's actually the clot the doctor pulled out of my nose. This some shit I showed. I showed Tommy Segura um, at the uh, airport, and he almost threw up. I got him real close to throwing up. He had to turn away. He had to hold his mouth. It was pretty badass. I think I'm closing in on it here,
0: Dom. I think that was the first time I met Tom Segura. It was that weekend that you, right after he had that operation. This okay.
1: certain shit that you know, if you can get it fixed, man. If you have a deviated septum and you get it fixed, your life will change. You you will have a, a, a an easier life. Like it's hard when you only can breathe out of your fucking mouth. That sucks. Well, you could get s- uh, sleep apnea. Oh, beautiful! I just found it.
0: Is it 100 percent though? Or, I mean, could you go back right now and have Look at them the size fix of it? That. <clears throat>
1: Look at the like size
0: a, of that oh, goddamn thing. Looks like thing. a date. Looks like a jewel. I guess email it to me. I'm you know email it to you right now. <laughs> That's disturbing. That is un- so do you think you could go that, back and they could actually fix it up even more? I mean, came out no, of, no, it's clean now. It's clean. Yeah, it's wow. awesome now. 100%. Yeah, now
1: it's 100. Uh, but it's
2: looks. But it has different colors in it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It shouldn't uh, even be real. Something beautiful about it. Yeah, it's disgusting, and yet hot. You can reduce the message. Oh, I don't want to reduce it. Actual size, bitch. Actual size, why you that trying to, shit. Why are you trying to save gigabytes? Why are you trying Horizon. to be like that, motherfucker? I sent, sent the photo of the booger. Not even the best photo of it. It's, 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 so, it's so ridiculous. It doesn't oh, yeah. even look real. It doesn't look like it could come out of your nose. And it came out in one giant, oh, really mm. super satisfying hunk. There we
0: go. <laughs> Just get this look at that.
1: There's another photo of it. That's a close-up.
0: Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. shit. Yeah. It looks like crystal or something. Oh. That came out of my nose oh, in one geez. hunk. Oh, gross. But
1: I'll tell you what, man. For me, that shit was sweet relief. For me, I know you're looking at it and you go, Joe, I don't want to see your snot. Then why are you looking, bitch? We told you what we're going to do. Listen, <laughs> I'm feeling bad that I'm showing these people this and that they're going <laughs> to get sick, Brian. Let's kill it, kill it. I think we made our point. <laughs> I, um, it was, but for me, man, that, that represents freedom. That's the, my shackles. You're quite the host. I feel fantastic. <laughs> I breathe out of my nose. You look dumb. good. Thank you. You look good as well. Thanks, Joe. I feel good. Doing a lot of stretching now. Are you uh, updating your Twitter? You've been getting on Twitter. Let me see. When was the last time you got on Twitter? How do you? What's my Twitter? At uh, it's Dom Irrera, you fella. Dom uh, That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's not at Dom Irrera? It says at Dom Irrera. Yeah. Oh, at Dom. Irrera. Everything's at something. Oh, okay. We were just saying the other day about how remember when people used to. Like, use the at as if it's, like, the, them and the third person, like, is going to the movies right oh, now. Right. People tried that for a while, right? Remember? Yeah. It, it got too pretentious, though. Do you tweet a lot? Yeah. Tweet all the time. You know what's the best I thing gotta about I got to get
2: Twitter? into a habit of it. It's, it's, some, it's fun, really. It's really
1: fun. Uh, if, you, if you're interested, Da the two R's are in the first position. It's D-O-M-I-R-R-E-R-A. I, even myself, have fucked up upon occasion yeah. and made it I-R-E-R-R-A, like Carrera.
2: Right. I have a friend. I'm, I, I worked a club, and they, they misspelled how it.
1: Spelled? <laughs> I don't even know that's how Carrera spelled. It's a lot. Of they know, they huh? misspelled it at the club you worked at? Yeah. Those motherfuckers? They, Captain
2: Brian's off Jesus the hook. Christ. Where's that off place? Off the hook uh, Marco Island. It's dead
1: to me. <laughs> you just no, it's a great them. place, actually. Wow, is it yeah. Marco Island? Oh, fuck, Florida. beautiful! Florida is fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah, Florida's crazy on a totally different level. That's not the the rest of the country. Florida is. I uh, love
2: it, and I love that improv in Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida. Oh Hollywood, yeah, Florida. that's a great
1: place. Yeah, the Indian
2: casino, yeah, the Hard Rock. You know what they told me, Joe? What? Make sure you don't say anything about the Seminoles, anything bad. I go like I got fifteen minutes on the <laughs> Seminole Indians.
1: They actually said that to you. Yeah. Wow. So of
2: course I went up and said nothing but good things about them. You know, just because somebody's going to tell me what to say. I go, I got to say something. Of all the tribes, the Seminole are my favorite. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the Apache, the Arapaho, and go fuck them.
1: But I love the Seminole people. So what could they say? The Seminoles uh, sponsor a bunch of uh, professional pool matches. Oh, do they? Yeah, they used to have a whole tour. The Seminole um, Indians uh, used to, uh, Seminole tribe, rather, used to be. I don't know if you're allowed to call. Are you supposed to call them Indians? Why would you call them Indians? Native in that, Americans. Yeah, it's Natives. You know, because or, like or coloreds, the idea that we called them Indians like deep into the 20th century is really pretty fucking crazy. Where did Indian come from? It was Columbus. Oh, he thought he was going to India, right? Yeah, right, right. These right. fucking assholes. <laughs> they just would get in the ocean. Oh, we're in India. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> we saw these little brown people. These are Indians. Like they had no idea they were in the Bahamas. Like the, the whole thing is preposterous. It's really funny when you stop and think about that. They still celebrate Columbus Day. First of all, Columbus never even came here. Watch it, you know. Watch and it second of all, have you ever read some of the shit that Columbus yeah. did? Ooh,
2: Leif Erikson, right? Was Leif Erikson? No, right? he was the Viking. No, but he was the first one here, wasn't he? Here? Well, no, not even Eric
1: the Red. No, they've actually found the really crazy thing is the oldest body that they found in North America was Chinese. Son of a bitch, the Chinese were everywhere. Well, are they don't know, like they're trying. They're still trying to figure out like when people got in ships and traveled all over the world. By the way, uh, we are going to do a podcast with John Anthony West, speaking of this, because this is a fucking fascinating topic. I'm, I've been exchanging email. I owe him an email, but he wants to do it. We're probably going to have to do it on Skype. It may be the first time we ever do one on Skype, but it's worth doing it for this guy. John Anthony West, if you don't know, is uh, the guy who's like the main Egyptologist who's out there trying to predate the uh, Egyptian empire. And he says that it's like there's many empires. It's not just like one. And mm-hmm. it goes back thousands and thousands of years earlier. And he has geologists on his side. It's really interesting because he's uh, – All these different academics are fighting it tooth and nail because it makes everything they've been teaching everybody in school bullshit. Because it's off by thousands of years. They've dated the enclosure of the Sphinx. There's these huge like fissure marks that are in the walls with this of this the, this, uh, this these stones, and what they come from. Every geologist agrees on this: is thousands of years of rainfall. These are clearly like the way water erodes things. You
2: think the alien aliens uh, built the pyramids?
1: No, no. I think I think the Egyptian civilization was most likely. In, as advanced, if not more advanced than we are today, but in a different direction. Right. They became advanced they with a the- language like hieroglyphics, with incredible mathematics that were allowing them to make these geometric structures. I mean, however the fuck they figured out how to do it. There's a lot of speculation, but the, to pretend that the Great Pyramid of Giza is not an astronomically incredibly amazing fucking accomplishment is great it's ridiculous it's one of the greatest accomplishments of human engineering of all time and no one even knows when it was made the guess is 2500 BC and it's based on like carbon samples and shit they found at the area mm-hmm. but it's still they they're not completely sure about that there's a lot of weird speculation and the sphinx the Sphinx with all the, the, the deep water erosion around the enclosure, what they're saying is that, that, was, that if that was thousands of years of rainfall, then the last time there was heavy rainfall in the Nile Valley was something crazy like 9,000 B.C. So instead of being 2,500 B.C. like they thought it was, it was like thousands of years older still Fuck, than we raining. are to it, them. It's raining again. Crazy. It would, they, well, there used to be a jungle. It used to be a rainforest. Really? The Nile Valley used to be like a rainforest. It was raining constantly and then slowly it became a desert. Mm-hmm. And the last time there was like heavy rainfall it was like 9000 BC. It's fucking nuts. And th- this area, this cutout area, shows thousands of years of rainfall. And the Egyptologists don't want to address it. They look at it, and it's freaking them out because it's pretty obvious. And there's no getting around it. If it is rainfall, the whole thing's got to be thrown out. And that's it, 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 the only physical thing they have to wow. show that there was something that existed that long ago. And that's why they resist it. Like, the, the scholars are like, you know, where's the evidence of this civilization that it would have existed 10,000-plus years ago? Mm. There is no evidence and, you know, they're, what they're saying is, or this guy's like this John Anthony West is saying, is there wouldn't really be much. There's, like, this stuff. There's, like, I mean, 10,000 years right. is an insane amount of time. 10,000 B.C.? I'm a, think about how long ago 12,000 fucking years is. Think of how crazy that is.
2: Well, Christ was only 2,000-something. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: Well, we, well, supposedly. Do you think Christ was real? you think Christ was a real guy? Yeah. You think so, for sure?
2: Well, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know why they would make it up. I'm not saying he's God or anything. What about Santa Claus? Santa Claus for sure, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And you know what's amazing about him? No matter how many people there are, he takes care of everybody. If you're good, <laughs> if you're good, you leave a cookie out. You know. You know what's funny about that? We're talking about you know, these fr- these phrases come down in history. I, I was staying at a hotel in Rochester, and they, for some reason, they didn't register my name. And uh, so they, this friend of mine finally gets through, and she goes, what are you, fucking King Tut? And I'm thinking, isn't that interesting that King Tut came down? you talk about Egypt. Like this kid who was who died all, th- thousands of years ago. Right. He's still a reference for like a wise-ass <laughs> remark.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. You King fucking Tut in common? You know, he had a lopsided head. Yeah, he had a crazy, fucked-up, elongated head. Who
2: knows that but you? <laughs>
1: Well, you ever seen images of him? What, the, what a, what a fount of esoteric and, knowledge. His family, there were some weird uh, physical characteristics to his family that a lot of the crazy conspiracy theorist guys really latch onto because it's like, look at his head. He's clearly an alien. <laughs> you know, because he had like kind of a, a, a weird shaped head, right. you know. No normal person has a head like that. What a bad motherfucker he is, though, that we're talking about him still. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: how old was he when he died? He was a kid, right? He a kid,
1: yeah. And I think he was murdered, wasn't he?
2: Wasn't he murdered? I don't know. He went into a bad neighborhood in Cairo.
1: <laughs> they probably killed people all day back then. Oh yeah. You know? The idea that John Anthony West is uh promoting is that the idea of um a lot of these uh there's a lot of uh, guys that are getting on this uh, notion, this possibility of ancient civilizations that were wiped out by disasters. Once we see shit like the tsunami and, you know, we, we see things like what Hurricane Katrina can do. And we go, well, these, these aren't even like the biggest storms or the biggest events in history. What the fuck must have been like with something like this times 10 hit yeah. 10,000 years ago? might wipe out most of us, you know. Right. And they think that that has probably happened several times to people. And that civilization would reach a great height, and then something would happen. And by the way, this coincides with two things: one, the end of the ice age, um, which happened fairly abruptly, which might have been caused by some sort of an event, like, and a, like an asteroid. Like an asteroid, and evidence of asteroidal impact somewhere around that long ago. Ten, I think, ten thousand five hundred plus years ago is the uh, the estimation of when this asteroid hit. Then you know, they're, they're not completely exact on the date. I think, but it, they're all similar. And so there's 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 evidence also that we've been pelted numerous times with asteroids. Like, once they started taking satellite photos. I would think they would hit us all the time, all the randomness of space. Well, they get chewed up by our atmosphere for the most part, but some of them don't, man. The really big ones don't. And there's been several uh, extinction events in in the lifetime of the Earth, more than three. And at least two of them that involve giant impacts. Two of them are just big fucking volcano-sized explosion Asteroids of five miles wide slamming into the Earth and lava shoots up into the fucking sky and blankets half the. That causes pl- an ice age. Oh agent. Jesus! Just I was reading a, a Fred mess. Flintstone book about a lot of that stuff. F- fucking imagine <laughs> yes. Fred Flintstone wrote yeah. books? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could you imagine what it must have been like living back, you know, in the
0: bedrock years,
1: in the in the in the caveman years when there was like just grunt and shit? Yeah. No TV, just trying to follow around the herd of buffalo that know you're trying to kill them. So they always want to move by night. So you got to get up in the middle of the night. The buffalo are moving. We got to follow them. Follow after them. Your baby gets killed by tigers. Jaguars jack your whole fucking family. Pulling women by the hair sounds Do you think they cool. did that? They yeah. clubbed him over the head, dragging like, yeah. Isn't it funny that that image of the caveman is like the predominant image? Yeah. Caveman clubbing the chick over the head, dragging <laughs> her by her hair. Yeah. yeah. That's the predominant image of what is a caveman doing. First sure. of all, he's always got a club, right? Cavemen's always right. had clubs. Kind, yeah. And they always had a bear skin. Some sort no, of That was an like a Saturday night out. date. She was waiting yeah. for him. Where the fuck is Harry? Why is it? But who invented the clubber over the head and drag her by her hair? You know? I don't know. Maybe it was King Tut. But it's it's an amazing. I mean, is I mean, isn't it like that? That's the uh, that's the symbol we all see. Yeah, yeah. Well, how the man. fuck did that happen? The clubber over the head and drag her by the hair. How many times have you heard that expressions? That expression when it comes to cavemen, it's like super common. Like, what is your he caveman? He's gonna he think he, every girl he meets gonna clubber over the head and drag her by her hair. Yeah. Like, is that right? so yeah, common? Yeah, yeah.
0: Did like Looney Tunes invent that? I maybe I wonder. I right. wonder who who
1: came up with it. But it stuck culturally. Like all throughout my life, I remember that the yeah. images of Clubbing a girl over the head, dragging her by her hair. Well, I never knew that there weren't cavemen and dinosaurs together because we always put them together. Well, if you yeah. hung out with Sarah Palin, you would know that that's not factually correct. Because you as can- a matter of fact, <laughs> there was a school teacher from Alaska that says that Sarah Palin. Uh, said that the Earth is less than ten thousand years old, and that dinosaurs and men did live together. But mainstream science is trying to keep that from you, and that there's uh, <laughs> images, there's images on the internet of uh, dinosaurs with a human footprint inside of it, dinosaur <laughs> footprint. Oh. <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if it's true. It could be just some hater bitch from Alaska, right. you know, who's the, the yeah. local librarian. Maybe she's a cunt, you know, and, she's, and maybe Sarah Palin blew her husband or something, you know. Would Not you, that she would do that. Would no, you do actually. Sarah Palin? Fuck yeah. It depends on where I was, where I was in my life. in the butt? Where I was. You see, he lays back. Maybe it takes him two
2: hours. The but kid every gets once warmed up, he gets crazy,
1: <laughs> he lets loose, shenanigans ensue. I'm doing um, Adam Carolla's podcast later if you can't get enough of me. Did you tune did, in on that?
0: Did you get that email that, that said who's coming here? Uh, Went next Wednesday. Yeah, Bobcat Goldthwait. Fuck yeah, that's yeah. Gotta, <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: don't do that in front of him, you fuck. And he, he wants to forget those days. <laughs> and like, apparently, uh, he has an awesome movie. Yeah. Do you I, know about his movie? Yeah. Ant- heard, yeah.
0: Uh, Anthony uh, yeah. Has, was talking all about it on OPN. Anthony, it, the name is called God Bless America. You want to see yes. a trailer? I got a trailer. Yeah. Love to see yes. a trailer. But yes.
1: I do want to see it. Pull, Pull that it. shit up. Yeah.
2: Bobcat's one of those guys that's so mild mannered before. he goes on stage and then that goes on wild. stage and goes crazy yeah. yeah
1: i never knew him as a comic the first time i ever met him he was uh directing the Chappelle show and uh i was uh with dave we were in new york city and dave was just walking down the street with a, a fake mustache on and uh <laughs> he was giving out awards for the best new york boobs Oh, really? Yeah, it was ridiculous. And This was the, in the show? The, yeah. That was the first time I ever met Bobcat. I, I ran into him on the street. I'm like, what are you doing, Dave? He goes, hey, Joe Rogan, you want to help me out? I go, I only got like a half an hour. Go, oh, that's cool. So for a half an hour, I, I carried his <laughs> box of New York boob ribbons, <laughs> and he would go in, you got some great New York boobs. And we'd give people like uh, ribbons, ch- that's, and Bobcat was like directing the whole thing. Right, right, So that's the uh, first time I met him. A very nice guy, though. Yeah. But I always liked him as a comic.
0: Here's the trailer, which is our Red Band trailer. B-A-N-D?
1: The most hilarious ringtone ever. Just
0: text B-I-G. Got it back, got it
1: back. We have a press that just gives him a free pass.
0: The boys were caught after setting the homeless man on fire.
3: Did you mother poop in my food? What? You poop!
0: A tumor this size is very dangerous. Do
1: you have any family? Oh, gotta take this.
0: My name is Chloe, I live in Virginia <laughs> Beach, and everyone loves me because I'm so pretty. I wanted an Escalade! This is the biggest day of my life, and you're <laughs> up, Dad! Hey, Creepy, isn't the schoolgirl thing a little played out?
1: Don't move and don't make a sound.
0: If you want the car, just take it. My parents got me the wrong one anyways. Yeah,
1: that's a fucking tragedy.
0: Did you just kill Chloe? Awesome. And that was a fantastic start. But you know who else really riffs my cock off? The Kardashians. People who use rock stars as an adjective. Women who call their tits the girls. Anyone who wears crystals.
1: You're aiming at the bear, right?
0: This is the best day ever! <laughs> Frank, don't. Let me. <laughs> I'm recording this. Thanks for turning off your cell phone.
1: You're welcome. Why have a civilization if we no longer interested in being civilized? That's awesome. Hey buddy, what's wrong? A lot. A
3: lot of crazy people out there. (laughs) I only want to kill people who deserve to die.
0: We gonna do this or what?
3: I know it's not normal to want to kill, but I am no longer normal.
1: We got to take both those
2: spots? Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you.
0: Sounds like an amazing movie. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> That's that <sounds> awesome. Scary. <laughs>
3: wow. That's like a scary it. movie.
0: That's really cool. It looks very Pulp Fiction-y kind of again, like, you know, just badass, you know, kill, 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 Kind of movie That looks pretty sweet Yeah
1: It's a, it's obviously got a, An anti-douchebag slant Yeah <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> Which that, is always nice
0: That's really cool Because he, he's a he's a great director He did win, uh, Didn't he do Windy City Heat Or uh, No, no uh, he,
1: Well I don't know If he did that But he did that he Clown director. movie What yeah, the shakes fuck the clown. Shakes, shakes the Clown shakes Which the clown. is great I saw
0: that in the movie theater Windy that, City that Heat movie.
2: Yeah that was Was that the one Where they faked the guy
1: Yeah uh Dom Barrera or Dom Barris yes. is not it. Don, it's yeah. Dom Barris and G- Jimmy Kimmel. Is Jimmy right?
0: Kimmel was one of the producers. That's of really it. funny. You know, there's tons of people in that movie. <laughs> I can't Dame watch that movie. that movie.
1: I, I've met that dude. It's, just, it's too tragic. Huh? Oh, meet, you Perry? meet someone who's crazy who thinks they're actually famous.
2: Yeah, we're actually having. And he a, got an attitude. That's what cracked me up about it.
1: That's hilarious. He got an attitude once he made it. Yeah, once, once he, he fake, fake made, made it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you, people who don't know what we're talking about, Dom, explain the whole situation because it's really pretty fascinating. For people uh, who don't know the story The best
2: I remember it. is uh, they fabricated this guy becoming a celebrity, gradually becoming a, a star, and he had a movie. And it was just a, the whole thing was a mock on him. And how else would I explain it, Joe? He, th- he
0: thinks it's real. Like This guy named Perry yeah. th- thinks it's, it's real. He's kind of crazy, and he thinks yeah. uh, that he's
2: anybody,
1: He gets a star attitude. Well, the, it's a weird thing because people are paying attention to him, and he isn't a movie. Right. It's like, what is that? Yeah, so that's. So he's so crazy and it's so not. He's tuned into a dimension that's like right next door to ours. Mm -hmm. You ever met people that are like that? Yeah. They're not quite seeing things the way everybody else around us is seeing. Right. You know, and you got to wonder, what does the world look like to them? You know, how many times have you met a comic, okay? Perfect example. Oh, I know. Open mic guys, they come off stage and they fucking ate dick and they hear phantom laughs. They'll come off and go, I think that went pretty good. Yeah.
0: Pretty I good set. K- I killed. Yeah. I, oh, I've killed, asked
1: people. I, you know, I've asked them while watching them just do silence, having silent performances.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Bobcat Goldway uh, definitely uh, directed uh, Windy City Heat. Here's uh, on uh, Amazon. Oh,
1: he directed that as well? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's crazy.
0: And we're having this Friday because we're not having a Ice House show Friday. We're having it Wednesday this week. We're having the whole Ding Dong show, having a special podcast here so you can meet them. And then they're going to talk about their podcast, which uh, is... Uh, the. The Big Three uh, podcast network. So we're gonna have Don in the studio. The Big Three podcast network. What is yeah. that? The Big Three is uh, Don Barris' podcast with with all, all the characters from this movie, Perry, St- uh, Scary Perry. And you gonna bring that guy here? Huh? Yeah. Gonna when is this? Here. Friday at uh, ten o'clock. Wow.
1: You gonna deal with that guy? Hang oh, I,
0: I hang out with all those people all the time.
1: But do you want that Perry guy like here hanging out? Oh, he's with a normal.
0: He? He's fine. He's just crazy, but he's really? he's not he's not gonna do anything bad or anything like that. Plus, I just upped the insurance, and so it'd be fine. No, I he's not gonna something. buy.
1: No, it's not gonna be that, but it's gonna be a descent <laughs> into madness.
0: Oh, that's what the, if you if you haven't listened to a podcast, it's it's the, the most amazing soap opera of a podcast. It's great. It's very addicting. If you're looking, when for did it this a
1: podcast get started? It's
0: been it was uh, for a while. That used to be on Adam Carolla's network uh, and stuff like that. And then now uh, Don has a whole studio in my his house. Pretty much has like a studio like this uh-huh. inside his house, and uh, it's great. Neil leads. Uh, you can't be beat. The the, the mattress guy. That's owns that mattress store right here uh-huh. you know, a couple mattresses stores big uh, celebrity in LA he's now one of the new sponsors and he's now uh, every ding dong show he comes to the ding dong show and he's just crazy Really, it is insane that dude's nuts but it's hilarious man It's if you could say I, g- I get
1: uncomfortable talking to crazy people you, you don't well you I, can have that guy I, in the studio I would be freaking out I'd be like I can't this is not right. I can't have a conversation while there's someone here that's not having the same conversation right. someone yeah. here is in a, another room looking at the whole thing through plexiglass
0: right I, mean, I, c- I can deal with those people in spurts like I'm not gonna have the person over to my house or I'm not gonna like fucking start but you know those
1: people him. they almost have like a, a like a consciousness condom on right like they're not feeling everything that's happening it's not during yeah.
0: the different reality. Yeah,
1: remember yeah. that guy Joe uh, late at
2: night on the the comedy still there. Robert Aduviel. He's still Robert yeah, I talked to him
0: the other day. Yeah, and he ran away. <laughs>
1: he's, he he, would he always liked me. Me and him always used to get along. He was a nice guy. Because those are, like, like Don Barris would always be mean to that dude. And I'm like, he's not a bad guy, man. He's no. just kind of crazy, but he's he's uh, pleasant to be around. You know? Yeah.
0: He's a nice guy. He's not he, being
1: mean to anybody. He yeah. would walk from downtown to his yeah. do spot. He still does as a kite. Is he yeah. high? Yeah. No, not high, yeah. but I don't know. I smoked weed with that dude.
0: Have you ever seen his uh have you ever seen his like his web show that he did with Mary like uh, Mary Jane and Don produced it uh, <laughs> like it's a, a show for him it's kind of like this when but a podcast this? I'll show you a clip of it it will blow how your mind how long ago
1: did they start doing uh,
0: like two years ago they did like Don Barris Don Barris uh, helped, uh, helped film it and, but I thought and, him and Don Barris hated each other oh you know they all love each other Don love, Don takes care of so many people there and he you know. takes care of Robert William at he, well you know Mary Jane uh, wow that's great because for the
1: longest time remember he was calling him Hitler and he would always <laughs> see them and put his finger over his nose yeah and say that they're Hitler. <laughs> well, you
0: got to remember, Don Barris has been there so fucking long. Tom Barris like, been there for how a long? How long time. Would you say twenty years, maybe at least?
1: I always got along with Don Barris. He's a fucking sweetheart of a guy. I, I don't think in the twenty years that I've known that guy, or however long it's been—not quite twenty years, but however many years it's been in L.A. N- never. Ever had a, an even uh, an unpleasant word with Don Barris? No, our, He's a our, sweetheart of a guy.
2: Our relationship's very funny because Eddie Haskell's me. Good evening, Mr. Herrera. How are you doing? You look <laughs> great tonight. That's a beautiful color for you.
1: <laughs> it's always like some sort of a, a uh, an act. You know, who always like put on a certain voice or yeah, yeah. fuck around with you. Him and Brian Callen have some ar- elaborate rape theme they do <laughs> every time they see each other, uh-huh. where where uh, Don Barris winds up raping Brian Callen. <laughs> it's, just, it's it's starts out like it, it always starts out the same way it always ends the same way uh-huh. there's something about the store where people do stupid shit like that and yeah. like keep it going forever Remember the thing they used to have with Eleanor? We used yeah. to ask her about it. You got change for a dollar, and she would go dig in her apron and start masturbating. <laughs> and we, we would do this. This is stupid fucking thing. We would do literally once a week for years. Well, for you used like to, you and her used to get rough together, though. She's crazy. That girl's strong, too. Remember when she was a pro wrestler? Yeah. We used uh, to go see her. Easy Rider. Easy Rider, right. We, we went to see her. She was one of the waitresses. And now she's a very funny comic. Um Uh, Eleanor Kerrigan is her name she's hilarious and and we're so happy she's finally doing stand up because she was always like one of the funniest people that would hang around at the store and she wasn't even a comic she was a waitress
2: we had a thing called the punch to the twat where (laughs) I would go to her I think you need it she goes I think so too and I go and I would hit her and I Ugh. I would hit her and she would act like it hurt and she'd stagger around. And <laughs> I then remember she, that. Then she acted like she came. She'd be like oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh, what a relief. <laughs> nothing like a good punch yeah, to the she, twat. She
1: would she, she's really committed to it. She would start off in like deep, deep pain. Yeah. And yeah. then she would start coming. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then she would start coming. Like after the, the initial impact of the punch <laughs> in a way that like only someone who really probably enjoys a good twat punch could deliver it. <laughs> she I mean she embodied that she did. The idea of it. But she was uh we would have a long I mean, we have this this thing that was running at the comedy store for fucking years. where I'd go, Do you have any um do you have any change? Um, hold on a second. And she would just start my <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> She'd like reach into her apron, she'd be like <laughs> Uh uh Oh, and she would like completely commit, (laughs) eyes closed, legs pinched together, toes pigeon feet, and you'd be like, I mean, I only need like a quarter. If you just have one quarter, I'll give you a dollar. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Oh, and it was so over the top. And every time she would do it, she would try to top it because you know we we could we're doing the same goddamn gag over and over for years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, so she would try to ta- try to double it over. But I remember the cunt punch. I remember when you would cunt punch <laughs> her, and you just, I think you stomped on the ground too, pro wrestling style, <laughs> <laughs> to make it <laughs> seem like it was real. Right? <laughs> check this out, Joe. The uh, Robert Albert
0: Show. Robert William Aberbia. Show, starring Robert William Aprevia. This is Robert William Aberbia inviting you to join me for stand-up comedy by the official comedian for the nineteen ninety-six elections and a speech on the following subject. United States of America should re legalize hemp. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Robert. That was Robert, by the way. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) him.
0: And there he goes.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, by the air. He wears that same shirt
0: everywhere he goes. That same outfit. It's green. Yeah, and he keeps a uh, what is it? Paper plate that he carries around with that's covered up with aluminum foil and stuff like that. And a paper
1: plate covered yeah. up with aluminum
0: foil. Yeah, and he keeps it like like he protects his head from lasers. Remember, he used to always uh, take like 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 this, you know, block his head so because he thinks people are shooting lasers at him when he walks Whoa. into the comedy store.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah.
1: Lasers. Yeah. What is it You know I, I wonder if it's If he was crazy always Or if One day Just reality Just became too difficult Well to I've know. never seen him Not crazy So I wouldn't I mean But isn't it weird That there's like there's Shades of crazy and he's functioning Yeah he fun- He's functioning what do you,
2: How does he make a living I don't know I don't know I don't know
0: I don't know I don't know
1: um, But he does get on stage At the store Still goes up
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's Don Barris Is like at a store And Robert's Walking behind It's funny here. Huh? <laughs> There's just a bunch Tom of
3: Barris <laughs> is so crazy.
1: He's so awesome. He's w- one of those guys that just, like I said about you, guys you're around, you automatically have a smile. You know, guys yeah. that add. There's
0: Robert right here.
1: Robert William Provine.
0: And wasn't he one of the original guys that was supposed to take over for the Letterman? And that's what he used to always talk about? What? Like he was, there's that thing. There. Oh, there's, there's the, there. the, the aluminum store. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah, he was one of the guys. Is who, he
1: cool with them doing this and putting this shit online I and everything? I have no idea. Oh, they're following him around and just filming <laughs> him, dude. This is, this is probably not the best thing. <laughs> I wonder if they got his permission for this. Is that Charles Fleischer? Yeah. There's a guy. I haven't seen it forever. This is for the folks watching at home they're just following around uh, a guy who has a slippery grip on reality. <laughs> yeah. But a nice enough guy.
0: Yeah, he's really. Nice. I always try to talk to him but it's um, it's impossible now to talk to him. Like I even tried to give him a joint the other day and he just isn't ran it, away. Isn't it interesting how the store just
1: sort of like attracts those types of yeah. characters? Yeah. So many I mean, we've talked about it so many times with that, that vortex of Hollywood, that whole area between, like, the Rainbow Room and the Roxy and, you know, the, where the Viper Room is and all the way down to where the store is. House and even blows. the Laugh Factory, like, that area is, is so strange. It's such yeah. a vortex of bizarre people. Well, the Viper Room, is especially, is one of them. You I, ever done stand-up there?
2: No. I've seen a lot of music there, and also the rainbow is like that '80s, yeah,
1: tight pants rocker look. They won't let it go. They they found a spot. They Farner found a spot, and, and they had, they agreed to all go there. Yeah, they, uh, they they found a spot where you know you're going to be able to see someone from that era is going to come yeah. by. It reminds me of the Kenison days. That that place. Yeah. Right. He used to talk about it. It is. It was on his HBO special. He they talked about the Rainbow Bar and Grill yeah. about meeting crazy girls over there that you uh, that can't wait to meet you and blame their whole miserable, fucked up life on you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he had some great tortured relationship shit. Oh, he was funny. One of the best. Right. When it comes to tortured relationship shit. I was married for two fucking years talking about going <gasps> meeting the devil. Yeah. Hell would be like Club Med. <laughs> Hell would be like Club Med. He was a real game changer, that dude. It's hard to change the game today. Everybody's seen everything. With the internet, the way it is now, it's amazing how much more educated people are today and how much more weird shit information. supposed yeah. to. Yeah, you've
2: got to keep changing stuff. I did a bit about how there's no place to go in comedy. I don't know if you ever saw me do this, but I used to do it. Like we've been sacrilegious as you can be, as vulgar as you can be. The only thing left to do is actually come on the crowd. <laughs> the guy At the end of his act, his pants open up and he just started like a fucking machine gun. People are, people are running at Yet, but you can't help but turn and look back and you get it right in the eye.
1: I could imagine easily a culture where it would be okay if the performer came on the audience. <laughs> there's way worse shit out there. Yeah. There's way crazier shit out there that people are doing. I mean, even, just even circumcision is pretty fucking nuts. Cutting baby dicks—you've been cutting baby dicks for thousands of years. Hey, it's a living. Hey, it's Religious a living. And it's and a living. All it's, right, a Joe? living. <laughs> it's a living. Remember that show? No. <sighs> some sitcom with uh, some chick that was on—I think she was on Celebrity Rehab, one of the first ones.
3: Hmm.
2: I remember. Here's George Jetson.
1: His dog Elroy. Yeah, what year was the Jetson supposed to be in? future like 1980 (laughs) (laughs) isn't it funny that like when you go and look at shit like that they thought was gonna be like Blade Runner it's a disappointment do you know what Blade Runner was supposed to be taking place in no 2019 oh really yeah what is this it's a living I don't remember this at all wow look at all these fake acting women Boy, that's a song Susan of the Susan Sullivan. Ooh, she's Melfi. Wow.
0: Oh. Where are all these women now?
1: Oh, don't, don't even bring it up.
0: Oh, I bet she's hot. Hey. I
1: bet she's still hot. Yeah. She's yeah. got a lot of Melfi shit
0: going on. That's Melfi. Mm-hmm. I hope she works out because she's pretty. <laughs> Somebody put a Photoshop together with what all these girls look <laughs> like now. And Jillian, I know her. Do you? I did. I did a roast with Mike Ditka. She
2: was on. Is it.
1: that guy a comic? Mm-hmm. Paul uh, oh, I don't know It's weird sitcoms from hey. 70s. Hey. the 70s The Wacky dead. Chef He's dead. Oh my
0: god <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the show before Wow No, me neither Isn't
1: it crazy just going With back Thomas. in time What, what thom- year was that, Brian? That's Danny Thomas's son Yeah? What year was that, that It's a Living was on the air? Joe, I never saw that show <laughs> I don't know why I remembered it not only it's that, ridiculous. you remember the theme. It's, it's like 19, 1980s is always. 1980s. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I remember that show. Was, I think I was in high school. It was on the air. Weird. It's amazing how much culture has evolved from that to, uh, what's Larry David's show? Kirby enthusiasm. Kirby enthusiasm. Yeah. Think of that. Think of the difference between that show—how complex and hilarious, and yeah. how, how, how uh, like brilliant, tw- brilliant, and multi-layered and faceted—is where it just gets twisted up into things. Yeah, yeah. You know where you know. I mean, he. Remember when he had the water bottle in his pants, and the girl came in the bathroom. I mean, he's just. Oh, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, they used
2: to say that. Sh- like a friend of mine worked for both the Everybody Loves Raymond and Seinfeld. And he said to me, Raymond was so simple because it was an A plot. The whole show was an A plot, sometimes a B. Seinfeld was A, B, C, D. Yeah. And they throw everything. Oh, yeah. The guy would hit the golf ball. It goes in the uh, whale's blowhole. And yeah. Jason Alexander lies about being a marine biologist. So marine <laughs> biologist, everything, for the way everything fit together, in 22 minutes. Yeah. Clean. And they yeah. had to work
1: clean. Yeah. It was yeah. a brilliant, brilliant show. Yeah. And, you know, if you look at, like, those old father knows Best, and it's almost like a different... Species of thing, yeah. Like people were so stupid. <laughs> like, how could you have this show on the air? Like, who the? Well, you realize how naive culture was. The just, only, just in the 1950s. Oh yeah. The only one that holds up holds up to me and makes me
2: laugh still is Andy of Mayberry. But
1: well, just listen to what you said about the Twilight Zone. That holds up. That story oh, I love holds that. up. Yeah. They wake up and they realize they were actually getting further away from the sun. Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's that's a heavy. creepy. Creepy fucking show. Twilight Zone was amazing. Remember uh, To Serve Man? Yes. The aliens came. It was, it was a cookbook. It was a cookbook. Yeah. It's a cookbook. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, if you think about the way we treat dolphins and the way we treat killer whales, I would think that if aliens came here, they might either fuck us or eat us. Yeah. It's very possible, right? If they're way smarter than us. If, we're, uh. if they look at us, we're so stupid. We're still using nuclear power and the assholes are polluting everything. You don't know, you give a fuck. And they'd eat us. That's why I have a
2: poor di- diet. I don't want to be delicious to those. M- well,
1: backwards. you really think about it. Your diet probably makes you delicious. Oh, you're right. Like, it's you all know, fat. A, yeah, like a Wagyu steak. Mm. Like when they get that Kobe, Kobe beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they feed it liquor and they massage it. Uh, yeah, It's perfect. It's just like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> That's a day in the life on the road. Get a nice deep tissue before the show. Loosen up. Hey. You mind if I drink while you rub my back? <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever get a um, uh, deep tissue massage? No, I don't, mm. I don't. I'm not a big massage guy. Really? Not even at the rub and tug kind of massages. I used to, but uh, do you have any fetishes? Those are hard to find, right? Uh, fetishes? Yeah.
0: Like the uh, dress up in diapers or do anything <laughs> weird like that? No. you done diapers,
1: <laughs> Brian? I think the funniest
2: fetish I ever heard—I don't know if it's true—was Elton John. He liked to run across the room naked, and people and guys would throw oranges at him <laughs> at his ass. That was his thing. Yeah. That, supposedly. Supposedly. But
1: that's like Rod Stewart supposedly had to get a stomach pump because there was like a, a quart and a half of oh, Yeah. They, <laughs> he blew his soccer yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, guys, in, 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 in,
2: lieu, in lieu of pay, I'd like to, to blow all of you.
1: The best b- rumor of all time, though, the king of the rumors is the Rigid Gear gerbil up the ass rumor. Yeah. That rumor yeah, yeah. is that's the Mike Tyson of 1985. How do you deny of it? rumors? I never had a gerbil up my ass. I think Scientology might have done it to him. I think he had uh, been involved. You think they really put a gerbil on his ass? No, they probably spread the rumor. Oh. How the fuck did that rumor get You know, Eddie Bravo grew up here in L.A. I grew up in Boston, and we both heard that rumor. <laughs> <But> who, who's <laughs> it the made the first It made through the guy. whole country. Joe, who's the first guy that thought, I'm going to put an animal in my ass? I think people are nuts. They put all kinds of things in their ass. But I mean, an animal, a live animal? How fucking terrifying! The There's always someone looking to take it to the next level. Nipping. They found a guy who was drunk driving. He had a zebra in his car, a zebra and a giraffe or some shit like that. I just tweeted. What? It. Yeah, yeah. You think you've seen everything? You think, well, I've pretty much, you know, figured out like what people are capable of and what they're not capable of. No. no, 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 no. Let me let me read this to you because it is the most ridiculous shit.
0: We had on uh, Sam Tripoli's naughty show last night a woman that was a bondage mistress, and uh, she had a, her own personal slave. And it was so weird. It was like pulp fiction. we like, bring out the gimp, and this girl just uh, like a month at a time would just live with this woman and her boyfriend, who was the guy from NoFX. People and, are so crazy, yeah, man. And, I mean, then they, they just were like, all right, you want to see us beat her, and so she like like here they're just she's like wailing on this girl with these whips and stuff.
1: By the way, the guy had a zebra and a parrot. In the front seat of his truck. Sounds like a joke. And he got arrested in Dubuque, Iowa, driving drunk with a zebra and a parrot. I don't, I don't know how not know How can fuck. he put a zebra I don't understand it. I'm looking at it here. It's a little zebra, obviously. It's not a big zebra, but it's oh. a fucking zebra. Wow. This asshole's driving around with a zebra like it's his Jack Russell terrier.
2: <laughs> hey, you guys want to go for a ride? <laughs> He's going
1: to train a zebra. Isn't it amazing that you could just, there's some animals like zebras you could just buy. You could just figure out a way to buy it. How the fuck can you just buy a zebra, man? Craigslist. You can buy you can buy a
2: fucking tank in this country. Well, if you, you used the
1: money. to. Wow, they have a little zebra, man. I'm looking at this. No, man arrested for O.W.I. with zebra parrot in front seat of truck. Just Google that. Zebra. And then there's a video, and he's got a parrot, or a, well, the lady has a parrot sitting on her shoulder, and there's a guy. He's, he's just a fucking crazy old cracker, and he has a, a
0: pet zebra. Oh wow! Look at this. Look what I just found while looking at this. What? Uh, breeder of miniature donkeys, giant z- Grant zebras. What? And you, you can could buy, buy zebras. A, let's see what's for sale right now. Oh my God. You <laughs> oh, can look at that. A zebra. Oh. A zebra? What the fuck? Fucking buy a zebra, dude. Dude, look at it. How about a Z donkey?
1: It's only $3,000. What's a Z donkey? Look at that. Look at that thing. Scroll up. That's half zebra, half donkey, son. Oh. A Z donk, it is. Oh my God. I was joking around. That's what it's called. A Z donk. A Jasmine, a Z donk. I, when I said z donkey, I was I
0: was joking, dude. That's you need to get a z donkey. There's
1: a half donkey, half zebra. That's insane. Oh, a giant
0: zebra, five thousand dollars. You have your own zebra for five thousand. The
1: fuck would I do with a zebra, get man? Yeah, one, dude. Look, look at this. z, z donkey don-
0: I want to watch the video. What's that? Of the an zebra alpaca? fucking
1: that donkey.
0: I wonder if the zebra fucked the
1: donkey or the donkey oh, fucked the zebra. That I that. Imagine oh, imagine the zebra did the fucking. Look at this little right? applejack. I think your zebra's <laughs> <wonder>, are <laughs> wild.
0: I think you're being jack. presumptuous, Joe. What
1: the fuck is <laughs> that? Applejack. We're looking at something that says a spotted miniature donkey jack. Oh my god! I got to get out of here. I got to go do. I got to be at um uh, oh, Adam's okay. Corolla's place in half an hour. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> end. Herrera, you're the fucking king. As always, is always fun, man. Thank you. It couldn't have been more fun. Thanks, it's for, impossible. Thank you for putting Anytime me on you want to do it again, we we keep doing it. We do it constantly. I love we, it. We'll never stop, Herrera. I'll be you back after Ireland. You are officially in the Death Squad now. Are you comfortable with that? I'm yes. Very comfortable. Death Squad, Herrera. Thank you, official, boys. Right? Can we agree? We'll have a meeting. We'll we'll, we'll cut. Oh, thumbs. Down, and June thirtieth, Tropicana, if I can. Boom, please. June thirtieth, go see the great Herrera. One of the funniest comics of all time, and that's not even that's even in Comedy Ditto, Central, my friend. Comedy Central even says that. 79. You fucking savage. Better than Slayton, who was 78. Oh, <laughs> Slayton, suck it. <laughs> suck it, Bobby. Uh, thank you to The Fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast. Um, go to JoeRogan.net. Click on the link for The Fleshlight. Enter in the code name ROGAN. Save yourself some money. It's on 15% off. How about that? Thanks also to Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T, makers of Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, which I take before I work out, which keeps me so yoked. <laughs> Shroom Tech Immune pumps up your immune system and New Mood, which is a 5-HTP. So it's all explained on it.com. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. And we got kettlebells coming out very soon. dot oh, com. Talk to you freak soon. Oh, next, uh, what do we got tomorrow?
0: Uh, we have Joey Coco Diaz. Yes. Jo- Joey Diaz is tomorrow. At 1 o'clock, I believe. And then we got Bert Kreischer. What time is Bert Kreischer?
1: Bert Kreischer is on Thursday. Oh, cool. Thanks. Sweet.
0: is that what I said? I, I didn't know about Bert Kreischer.
1: I gotta I'm, I, I shouldn't be taking care of this. I'm too fucking scatterbrained to be uh I, I made a um a tweet about it. Let me read my tweet, my own tweet so I'll know who's on a podcast this week.
0: I want to get one of these little zebra cherry dart. You
1: don't want to have a fucking zebra wandering around your household, dude. What, what about this little horse thing? What was it called again? A cherry dart? Or yeah. Apple Bird crashers on Thursday. Yes. I just wanted to confirm because I wasn't because I know there was. Uh, we tried to do another day, but he couldn't make it. And then uh, next week we got Shane Smith coming up. Base Nectar. We got uh, a lot of shit coming. Bobcat. up. Bobcat. Bobcat Goldthwait next Wednesday. So next Wednesday we got a, that's a hot three right there, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Base Nectar. Come on, son. Sweet. We're gonna have a good time. And uh, Shane Smith will return. And uh, tell yeah. us some more fucking crazy stories about wherever that guy's been all over the world. Sweet. That's you got to get Smith Anthony Bourdain
0: fight. on the show and talk about Olive Garden. You Bro, see what-
1: Olive Garden <laughs> sucks. You got to shut it up. He's going to stab you. Anthony Bourdain's going to stab you. I'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. All right. Uh, early. It'll be 1 o'clock for Joey Diaz. Yeah. Later. Bye. Later.